Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast Cast. It is Wednesday, November twenty first, twenty eighteen. It is Thanksgiving Eve. I'm your host Travis Bryant, and with me, per usual, is my main man, Cameron Hawkins. Cam, what's going on? What's the deal, man? Not too much. Um, I assume uh, you're. You're here, right at the top of the show. So, I mean, I assume you're good at least for now. I know you have some uh, yeah. some things I'm not that clear on. No, we're good. We're good. We're good. Great. Good to hear. So, we've got uh, we've got some topics to talk about. We've uh, you know, where where are you going to be for Thanksgiving? That's kind of a you know, I think we have to do your hack radio day before Thanksgiving uh, question. Uh, which which your which your favorite dish and uh, uh, do you like sweet potato pie, or are you wrong? Uh, those kinds of yeah, those kinds of topics. So we'll get to those and plenty of wrestling things. But first, let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent information. If you want to have your voice heard on this here show, there are two ways of going about it. Way number one: hit us up on the Constellation lines. Give us a call. Get in line right now. Three four seven two zero two. 0103. If you want to uh, talk to Cameron and myself, we are here for the next two hours or so plus. So again, hit us up. Constellation lines, 347-202-0103. The other way to have your voice heard is our voicemail line. You've got three unadulterated minutes to ask questions, comments, rants, heap praise upon the that number for our voicemail line is 415 415- 787-5229. Once again, the voicemail line is 415-787-5229. And if you don't want to have your voice heard, but you want to have your words heard, hit us on the email tip. Mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. So uh, shoot us an email at eastcoastaudioshow at gmail.com. Once again, East Coast audio show at gmail.com so far we have three non-vip emails three and a half if you count jc's from last week that i gave uh, some thought to that we'll uh that we'll tackle um so get your get your emails in 
And if you're a VIP, um, make sure you label it, or if you either label it so we know which segment of the show to get it in. Um, so, yeah, East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Twitter is always an option. Hit us up on Twitter. Find the show at East Coast Cast, uh, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. Find my personal Twitter at Trav Lord. And you can find Cam at Seahawk. And that's C E E Hawk. And the last bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook. The Facebook fan page can be found at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. And I think we had a like <clears throat> this week, like a a pretty uh, cool foreign-like international, maybe. I don't know. Oh, no, that was a couple of weeks ago. But anyway, uh, Sheila, Sheila Littleton and Timothy Hendra. Appreciate you guys uh, liking the page. Oh, Timothy and I have a mutual friend, so who might that be, Timothy? Oh, wait. That doesn't count. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Tim and Sheila, uh, share the page on your timelines. Uh, tag your wrestling pals in it. Spread the word that way. You know how it works. Uh, so, yeah. Um, let's uh, – yeah, what's the headline for the week this week, Cam? Is it just Survivor Series, like, you know, fall, uh, uh, Survivor Series weekend fallout? I mean, it kind of seems things are – I think so. Up, right? I think so. Um, it was just like a lot of – Big deal things happened, a lot of quality matches happened, a lot of storylines were furthered, and they all kind of fit together. Um, you know, the, the big talk last week was about, you know, uh, you know Becky Lynch not being able to, not being able to compete uh, due to injury. Um, then, you know, the show went off, you know, pretty much without a hitch. Like, like as good as she is right now, I couldn't outright say that the show lost something with her not being on. You know what I mean? Like, of course it did, but not so substantial that it, it took away from the show. You know, um, you know, a really, a really high quality match between Ronda and Charlotte. A really high quality match between Lesnar and Daniel Bryan. Like there was, that was a, that was a. For it to be Survivor Series, for, for the gripes that I have with it as far as the narrative goes, there's some really good things about that show. Um, so, yeah, I was, that was it. And then you had, like, another just fantastic takeover. Um, and they just, you know, they, they pull that out their ass every time. Um, and then, you know, there's, there's stuff that happened during the week as far as furthering storylines. So, yeah, it was Survivor Series weekend itself, um, but the event more specifically, would definitely be kind of the, the big talking point, I'd say. Um, along with, you know, some stuff we have to talk about concerning, you know, Raw and SmackDown primarily. So before we get into that, I have a personal question. Um, you got some new kicks? Yeah, you know, light work. Because uh, you're not uh, you're not Mister Run Out and you know grab some fresh kicks every other month guy. Yeah, no. It was not, um, like not even close, and I've always you no, know yeah, admired yeah, you that. know it's like yeah you know who needs you know twelve pair of sneaks a year that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. So no, uh, yeah. <laughs> I see the pick like, like, like mm, fresh. fresh. No, yeah, when I when I do it, like it definitely stands out. Like, what's, what's this guy's deal? Um, yeah, so, <laughs> a little work, you know, just uh, 
it, it was that thing where it had been so long, and now we, you know, we have a new apartment, so we arrange things differently. And it's not like before when all my shoes were just kind of thrown to a corner. Like yeah. we have like, like all my shoes are like on a rack now, and it just makes me realize like, damn, just dusty ass shoes. And uh, yeah, it was just uh, you know, had to had to put a little something together. So yeah, you know. I don't know. I feel like I'm going to make that more of a thing. Um, so, so we'll see. We'll see. Like, well, no. You know, like there's the no need to, to, to pendulum the swing that far. Like, no. I mean, <laughs> no, it's a problem, though. Like, you know, like, all the homies are sneakerheads. And, like... No, your homies. The, you're, you're San Antonio no, fam. Kill you. Over. Like, yeah, that's just the one like, constant. Uh, 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 yeah, Cam Week shoe game. Um, and I'm just like, hey. Yeah, so... You know, sneaks is sneaks. <laughs> you leave that man alone. I'm tired of getting I'm tired of getting made fun of all my all my friends. So yeah, coming up a little bit. All right, all right. So jumping back into uh, wrestling. So I mean, we didn't unless I missed it. We didn't run a poll, and are, are, yeah, are, are we really uh, hitting that kind of uh, we? And by we, I mean you. Hitting the, like that two year kind of you've been going strong with these polls pr- pretty consistently every week uh, for the last two two years I'm sure at least um, is it just things haven't presented themselves and there's just uh, why like last week or the week before like why rehash this or who's yeah. going to win that or blah kind of same thing no it was literally um, you know being, uh, being uh, halfway in charge of moving offices this week that's all <laughs> oh oh so, okay and it was like. Uh, by the time when I, when I started to think about what we would have polls over, I'm like, we're talking about the damn thing anyway. So, yeah, it, it just didn't present. It wasn't so strong. Nothing happened that was so divisive, I think, that we really needed to run one. It's just, and, and, and I also knew that we would have – I wouldn't have to leave today's show. There's also that. So it was like, well, whatever we talk about, like I'm not gonna have to throw it out there and leave. Like we have, you know, I have, I have all the time in the world this episode to talk about whatever we need to. So just a different form. And let's do it. So, so headline the headline again would have to be the fallout. You know, takeover and Survivor Series weekend, and and uh, you know the the fallout from that. I think my biggest uh, the story coming out. Was the clean sweep pretty much? You know, I know the Usos won the uh, or SmackDown won the uh, like a ten man ten tag thing, kickoff show, whatever. Um, you know, six and zero. You know, six for six. Raw went on the on the main show and all the uh, SmackDown versus Raw matches. And I I think the rationale was <clears throat> Ronda's going to take this ass whooping and. And, uh, and and Brian's going to put in this, you know, this, I don't say epic, but, you know, kind of epic, you know, comeback and, and, and on these epic hope spots later on that that's really like them going four and two. And even if they went four and two, I'd be, I'd be bitching. But I think six and oh is, is, is just ridiculous. Uh, I get they wanted to they wanted to do what they had to do on Raw, uh, as far as the Corbin, Stephanie, uh, Braun, all that stuff they got going over over there. 
but there's a way to have Raw and SmackDown be more competitive at the end of the night, numbers-wise. And, you know, just don't have Stephanie say, we better sweep. Like, why would – like, could you imagine a, a coach going, like, in the, you know, divisional round or whatever, your, you know, second round, third, you know, semifinals, like, we better sweep to go into the championship. Oh, not, even, not even that. Like, basically, basically them saying, okay, um, we're here – like, if we're in the college football playoff, right? And they're like, okay, um, it's a semifinal game, but – if they score on us, I might think about pulling us from the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's what it's saying. Weird. Like it's ridiculous. Like, yeah, it was. But it's and it's then, one of those things they do. But, but, yeah, you but if you're but if you're a heel and you say that, Stephanie, it's like okay, okay, you know, I, I get it. But you can't, as a heel, call your shot that ridiculously and then get it. And then, yeah. I mean, you know, Babe Ruth come up, point to the, you know, thing and hits his home run. Imagine, uh, imagine, what was it, the rookie of the year with the kid, funky butt lover with the, with the, with the pitcher with the, that broke his arm and he uh, could pitch yeah. real fast. And remember his first at bat was, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And his mom is scared and everybody in the stands is, you know. Imagine if he just went up there and was like, mm-hmm, and, po- and pointed. It. Everybody would laugh. Yeah. And then imagine if he actually been. Hit the goddamn thing out of the park. Yeah. What, what, what kind of magic did we just see? Like, that was technology. Something just happened. <laughs> I don't believe my own lying eyes. Um, it was – so I think um, SmackDown didn't get enough afterwards. It wasn't enough – you know, Brian had a really good promo. I liked his rationale about needing Lesnar to beat the weakness out of him. Like, I love that. Like, oh, okay, that's why he was uh, – you know, kind of letting himself be thrown around. You know, like, yeah, he fought back and stuff, but it was only after, you know. So it made that make more sense. But SmackDown didn't get enough afterwards to justify going, you know, 0 for 6. Yeah. Or 1 for 7 yeah. at the, you know, at the at the very least. Yeah, we had 6 and 1, and, the, um, you know, the New Day had, the, the whole six and or six and one problem. They were the one and six and one. It was cute, um, but yeah, no, it was. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't get super hung up on brand supremacy, um, but at the same time, in the, in the context of what you're saying about Stephanie saying this has to happen and it's happening, but it really serves no purpose in the long run. There's no actual benefit to it. Um, yeah, like it's not. It's, it's always weird right, but there's a ton of the running narrative. downside. There's no upside, but there's a ton of downside. Yeah. So why would you do that? There's like it makes SmackDown look game. like just yeah. the entire show. It's like why? I, I don't. It I don't, should I don't be. Yeah. If, if you're having yeah. seven matches, somebody should win four to three. It just they just should. <laughs> somebody should win four to three if there are seven matches and these are both properties you expect to win. Like is is it absolutely necessary that? AOP beat the bar, especially. Yo, yeah, I no, think that was the, another thing. That was another. That was another out. Here's like, well, part. you like, know, we got the, yeah. the laugh, the P. By the way, by the way, mm-hmm. and I even said this on Twitter. Like, look, I've had a whole gun pulled on me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying this to say I'm tough. I'm just saying this to to, to weigh things as they are. 
I had a whole gun, gun pulled on me. I didn't piss myself. Maybe I should have. But me standing, you know, face-to-face with the big show is not going to yeah. make me piss myself. Like, and we, there's, we don't even have any reason to think Drake Maverick's a coward. Like, that hasn't been established. Small, but he exists in a world where a lot of people could beat him up. Like, he should. there's no reason he should be more afraid of the big show than he is, like, uh, Buddy Murphy. Right. I was going to say one of the bar, because Cesaro is famous. Yeah. But, yeah, even Buddy Murphy, yeah. who's the guy Buddy he Murphy would drop you theoretically, you know, could could wrestle in the next, you know, year or two. Yeah. So, like, that, that was ridiculous. And, like, that was – I don't know – WWE has been presenting some fairly adult, complex stories and conversations. Fairly adult. Mm-hmm. And, like – then they're going to throw this man out there and piss himself. Like, it's a departure from this thing that you're trying to build. I don't know why. Because um, somebody thought it was cute. And then the next night with the – at least I, I thought, well, if you're going to do it, I, I wasn't mad that they did the backstage stuff with all the pee jokes and piss puns. Um, <clears throat> I, I was more like, well, at least they're following up on a stupid – they're getting something out of it, and it's leading to a match, and it's – you know, there's conflict, and uh, uh, so so I got so I wasn't mad at that, but it's just I almost thought they were going to throw to the throw to a clip of Regal peeing on Big Show uh, to last night on SmackDown, the way uh, New Day New Day like Kofi or somebody set something up, and I was like, is he going to like Big Show? You're used to getting peed on, or or why are you involved in so much you know piss play, uh, Big Show? And then show that clip, yeah, but no again, that's, a little, that's a little that's a little much. <laughs> huh. uh, but yeah, so so yeah, I, I just wish they would have. I guess they figure why throw SmackDown a bone like we do every year. You know, they win two or three matches. Uh, is the are is the are the fan base is the fan base going to feel? Less ab- less about SmackDown if they go six and you know zero for six or if they go you know uh, uh, two for four two and four or some shit. So yeah. I don't yeah. know. But again, it comes back to what you were saying though. Like the the whole premise is just dumb. Like sweep them or else. Like it's not nobody presents that. No no antagonist ever presents that. They're prepared to lose battles. They understand right. that they're not going to win at every turn, and that's what makes it good. Like, that's what makes it uh, a good opposition, the fact that there's an, an inkling, an idea that they can be defeated. But, you know, Stephanie McMahon. And, and they're just low-key disrespecting the shit out of that first, that pre-show match because they there wasn't a clean sweep. I mean, if you're – I mean yeah. – because she never said, you know, it was parenthetical. It was like uh, uh, on the on the main show. She said, "No, you better clean sweep or you know whatever." So yep. it just makes it just reinforces what we already know that that match was just a bunch of forgotten tag teams and the Uso. Mm-hmm. So, all right. And, um, what else? Uh, what else? So, so talk about takeover. Um, how how was that presented, received? 
Uh, 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 yeah. Yeah. Give me your my, you know, my biggest question was if Gargano could play heel with his moveset being what it is, and he was great. Um, he was super cocky heel, um, and at the right times, cowardly heel, but just had this ability to to make you hate the things he was doing, but still appreciate what they were. Um, Aleister Black probably rightfully won in the context of what they were doing. Uh, and that was a great match. Uh, Shayna Baszler, Kyrie Sane, again, really, really good. I think Kyrie Sane just has amazing body control, especially somebody that's shot. Um, just really impressive. And then uh, the, the, the War Games match itself, which is always, you go through a lot to get to a lot, but I think everybody's really good at that. Um, and then Pete Dunne is just great. And Cole's great. And I love the War Rangers. Like I love their physicality. Um, and I, I talk about Ricochet and uh, Kyle O'Reilly, really good, just, just all around good. Um, and then yeah. Velveteen Champa, just, you know, Velveteen's the bridge is what I called it. Like, he can do, you know, look at his match with Ricochet. He can do all the things that a smaller guy would do that already fans love, um, but he just has this throwback main event WWE style to him. And he's just played, and the fans are behind him. And even the way they played that match to where he got overzealous being, like, the young baby face, and Champa took advantage of, you know, a second ring that didn't have anything to do with the context of the match, but he couldn't be disqualified. So just, so just a great show. Four matches. Uh, just fantastic. Yeah, I was – I'm – I the War Games match made me – kind of come around uh, uh, on the War Raiders because I wasn't, you know, like when I saw him in Ring of Honor or whatever, you know, like 2016 when I was kind of my last real time paying attention to Ring of Honor. Um, you know, I didn't really, you know, I was just like, whatever. And then when they got signed and people were hyped, like, oh, they're going to be in NXT soon. I was like, who cares? And then when they showed up and they, you know, they're getting, pu- they're getting pushed, but I just, you know, nothing about them. I just didn't. And war games, kind of, uh, especially the 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 bald headed one, Roe, or I think he was the real weak link because he doesn't, ha- you know, at least the other guy looks, you know, he's got that beard and stuff. Uh, yeah, Hanson looks out of whatever time they're supposed to be from. Definitely right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, yeah, so I so I came around on him. I thought the the Dream Champion match was it 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 did. It, it it really did no favors for for Velveteen, uh, I think. And I, it could be short term. It could be hey, wrestling fans are this is or not wrestling fans, but like the time we're in, the, the fact that things go by so quick, definitely really because I, I think I, I I said it on in the group chat, but I definitely said it on tw- Twitter. How many finishing moves did Velveteen hit of uh, Champa with? All of them. Oh, I was, I was the elbow. Say, all of the finishing moves. He hit the uh, the rolling uh, DVD. Yeah, they, and none of them worked. And I'm supposed to now believe that his next match, you know, whatever he does, in a week or two or three, I'm going to finish somebody off with that top rope elbow. And I'm I'm just going to be like, oh, I remember him back takeoff. I remember, I remember, I remember. I. What I'm saying, like <laughs> the, the same thing happened to the other guy in the match, like the who? you know. Champa definitely hit him with the uh, Project Champa, and he kicked out. No, it's, it's okay. fair. Is it? 
I think, I think so. I'm like, just like, saying he didn't get bailed out of any of them. Foot on the road. He just, in the middle of the ring, guy just kicked out of his finisher. A bunch yeah. of times. Like, NXT isn't like that. They don't, I mean, they're not like, you know, WrestleMania, WWE mm-hmm. main event kind of stuff where kicking out of tombstones and, and shit. Yeah, um, I mean, but I think another thing about that, though, like, I think if the one thing about Champa, especially as a heel, he doesn't necessarily have a defined finisher. So I think that's probably why Velveteen's not working and sticks out more than Champa's not working. Because Velveteen okay. has worked on everybody else. So I, I think I think that plays into it, but I do understand what you're saying. I just thought, like, I, I, I when I was – Typing it on Twitter, I was like, I think I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm in my Jim Cornette bag right now. Like, you got to protect the finishers. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Like, you know, I get I it. You know, big match stuff, I for sure. But just, mm-hmm. they just tried a little harder. But overall, yeah, another, another tremendous, tremendous <laughs> takeover. I mean, just based on, uh, uh, you know, war games and like you could take any two match two matches and be like it was worth that. Oh, the show was worth it. Uh, well, not any two, it was only four, but yeah, in any combination, I think um, it, it, it was good stuff. What do you think about Lars Sullivan getting called up? And then we'll uh, take some calls. It's good. I mean, there's there's nothing for him to do down there. I feel like one thing they do a good job of is not log jamming the main event. Um, I don't think he's – I think he's above the North American Championship. I think if, if this Champa Black Gargano thing is going for a while, he just gets lost in the shuffle. And he's not as interesting as Velveteen, who, if necessary, can do something else. So I think it's a good move. Uh, Ross-wise, yeah. And he, is there – um, how should I put it? As far as the line, the line to get to the main roster, did he jump? Did he leapfrog anybody? Are you thinking why isn't X coming up first? Um, no, I, I, just, I just think that they're all. I think that everybody who's above where he is, which is basically Velveteen up, I guess. There's really what four guys who were above him, um, and they were in singles matches on that same show. And I just think they have more to do with each other. Um, he didn't really fit in that, so. Instead of having him wallow and lose steam, I think it's good to move him at this time. And uh, what was I going to ask? Oh, um, uh, well, easy one. Which 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 show does he go to? Which show needs him, and which show will he go to? SmackDown needs him. Um, I think they said he's going to SmackDown. Unless I'm, I might be tripping, but I hope he doesn't go to Raw. Like they don't, they don't need another monster. They're good. With the temptation to match him and Braun Strowman up in the first damn six months he's on the uh, on the roster be too much for them to uh, not do. What's that drop? I, I said with the temptation of Lars and uh, a Lars Braun uh, feud be too in the first damn six months he's on the show on the roster would that be too much for them to to to, to avoid? I think so. Or, or you know, he's the next big guy to pick on Finn, you know, and, and that's a thing. <laughs> well, hey, you can't. 
can't. Everybody's a big guy picking on Finn. Ah. Yeah. yeah, I hear that. But um, yeah, I, I do think that now is um, from what I understand, Braun's real deal hurt, right? I did hear that something with with the with his elbow. So, um, I thought when I saw it, I didn't think anything of it. But I, uh, in my you know perusing of various wrestling groups and stuff like that, Twitter, wherever I saw it. I, I saw somebody say, yeah, he's having some kind of legit surgery on his elbow. I'm like, oh, okay, well. That's why they were so – that's why he dropped the chair and picked up the, uh, the steps. Like, I, I liked it visually and sonically, and it was just – when they – the way they cut the camera, it's always, you know, like they keep they, – he clearly was protected and taken care of, and it looked really – Really nasty and vicious. So. Uh, yeah, no, definitely did. Um, so, like, I'm wondering, does uh, what match do you think made event TLC? Do you think it's the IC title match? Thank you. Same to you. Take care. Braun has bone spurs. Uh, Sean says. Bone spurs. Bone spurs in his elbow. Okay. Um, yeah, so do you think, like, main event TLC or Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles? Oh, well, if those are the two matches, it's got to be Bryan and AJ. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I I mean, yes, you're right. But I, I feel like this would have been, if we didn't have a combined roster, um, this would have been the perfect pay-per-view to headline with a non-world title to where everybody would be just as invested as if it were a world title. Hmm. Like, I think that you put that you put that IC title up up on top of the ladder and have those two go at it, I think it's as important as anything else would be right now. And by the way, let's not glance over it, I'm sure – Somebody who's waiting on the line is thinking about it. You know, how are they going to have Dean say that Roman uh, Roman is basically like God's God's punishing him? I was like, yo, what? Like yeah. he got to get right with God uh, yeah. because of the leukemia. It's like, wait a minute, bro. Like what? Like, oh, you're a bullshit. Oh, how could he say that about Roman? Later on the show, he 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 yeah. addressed that exact, uh, you know, because you know, it's like you know, it's not cut, you know, cut that promo or tell him to say that and yeah. not know people are going to. It's not good heel heat though, like because we know it's not Dean Ambrose saying, <laughs> you know, like like we know that that's not something that's on his mind. Um, you know, that's not something he would fix his face to say. Yeah, no. Like, I didn't even think, yeah, like in the moment, I thought he looked like the the immediate after, like the immediate, his face right after that. It, it kind of said something. I was like, hmm, I don't think he wanted to say that. And I don't think, and I yeah. think that's, you know, not me, that's not a stretch to believe that, like yeah. you're saying, he didn't want to say that. Right, he, he seemed like a solid dude. Like, why would you? Whether you like that man or didn't like that man, like we're not out here, like you know, we're not Ultimate Warriors. He's saying to people, and he probably knows. He knows just yeah. as a as a wrestling 
fan, creative person, <laughs> professional, that that's not going to work. He knows that's yeah. going to work just as and much as Eddie's in hell. It worked for Orton. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who, by the way, um, and you know, you know much I don't like to do this. Boy, was he good last night. <laughs> Eddie Orton was good. And, and like, I don't know. <laughs> Taking on Rey Mysterio's mask um, has been done before, but it was done mm. as a way to steal his shine as a way to make him less. And that's not what last night was. Um, that was that was evil. And it was played so well and it was shot so well. Um, it's one of the best RKO's you'll ever see. Like it was he's yeah. I don't know what all this is leading to for him. Like again, I, I think that if you need somebody on Raw, like that's that's the guy. Because I just don't think he fits in well and I say that. Every match doesn't have to be about a world title. And, and the thing that he's been doing, he's been doing very well outside of the context of a title. Um, so, yeah. Does it... Uh, I was going to say, does it matter that Randy... Oh, uh, damn, what was it? Fuck. Yeah, no, he, he was good. I... Um... I, I don't. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Does it matter that TJP is doing the same thing on two hundred five and kind of raw? No, the Lucha House no, because he 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 a hoe. TJP is a whole hoe. It don't matter what he does. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, Willis says Lars is going to raw. They said it Monday night. I don't remember that. They did. I'm not sure why. Okay. Yeah. They I, did. Oh, why would they run the promo on Tuesday then? Yeah, I think with that, though, like, like that's why I brought up Braun's injury. Like, it could literally be, I mean, not a replacement straight up for Braun, but um, whatever heel plan they had for Braun prior to, uh, you know, Roman having to take time off, like, maybe that's what they're pushing for. Maybe he's going to fill uh. that hole soon. All right. All right, let's talk to some folks. Uh, Darrell says they haven't called off Braun's match at TLC, so he can still main event. And if they if they want to... Wait, he can still main event, and it won't keep him out long. Okay. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's talk to some people. Uh, 347-202-0103 is the way to get on the line here. And let's uh, start things off. Uh, well, apparently Kylan had some kind of, uh, some I don't know if it was personal news or, or, or some kind of scoop. Uh, so let's uh, see what's on his mind. Uh, Kylan, what's wow. uh, what's happening? Not much, Travis. So I I did I did have original originally I had two I had two other questions on other topics that I was that I was planning on using until about. 
two o'clock today when this piece of news broke. Originally reported by WrestlingNews.co and Sean Radican has a report up in the etc. news section of our site in case you want to check this for validity if you don't believe me. Tony Khan, the, the son of Jacksonville Jaguars owner Shad Khan has filed several different trademarks for the proposed new promotion which Cody and the rest of the elite crew may in fact be starting, which is reportedly going to be called All Elite Wrestling. Yeah, I, I heard that it was the trademarks got filed in Florida, but this is the first that I'm hearing that it's uh, Shotgun's kid. That's uh, that's the that's the potential or alleged backer of the thing. Oh, yep. So that's interesting. Mike, what, what? At least my first question if we will have time for another one is what are your hopes for this all all elite wrestling and more specifically for you Travis will you actually Give this a watch when it materializes, which WGN or Access TV are potential television homes for it. And Tuesday Night Dynamite is potentially being earmarked as the name of their TV show, by the way. That's kind of corny. But, um, sure, I'll uh, I'll definitely give it a shot. I mean, it's just for for anything just to be able to talk about it here uh, with some kind of, uh, you know, intelligence. Um, Yeah, things are going to get interesting if if this if this starts to materialize, uh, it looks like you know Jr. is might be a, is going to be a part. Not might be, but is going to be a part of it. His contract's yeah. up. Just taped his last batch of access, access you know access TV shows. Uh, who are they bringing in? Don Callis and Kelly, Kevin Kelly. So that's uh, to call New Japan. That'll be interesting. I'm not a big yeah. fan of Kevin. 2018, Kevin Kelly. As a matter of fact, when when this story when this story 
came out about a month, month and a half ago. The rumor was that JR is actually going to be like the Triple H or William Regal head of talent relations for this thing. Yeah, yeah I would imagine. Yeah, I, I, I would not think um, you're going to you know, bring in JR to call your matches, to only call your matches. That would just be a tremendous, uh, even if he was just some kind of consultant. <laughs> I couldn't imagine, like, he's just, that's all he's doing is, you know, is calling matches. Um, for, for a start, an American startup, like, you would definitely want his, his real input. Um, so, yeah, no, this is, uh, we're going to start seeing, you know, talent. Like real talent, uh, uh, it's not going to be automatic that somebody's going to go to NXT if they're you know mm-hmm. start getting hot on the indies. You know, imagine if uh, if Keith Lee was still out there, somebody like him, would he? And this thing, it's got real money, you know, billionaire money or billionaire son money behind it. <laughs> um, you know, maybe he thinks, uh, maybe he it, it causes him to think. Think twice about signing with NXT, but he's maybe he's you know he's trying to get in him and his wife now, or, or I don't think they're married. No, him and his girl now work there. Uh, you know, but give people give people options, and you know, good things have come from it typically. Um, so that's it's good for the wrestlers, that's for sure. And they're in Florida too. If they're going to be based out of Florida, they're that's they're they're going to be able to give WWE fits as far as. Uh, you know, having their eye on 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 guys they might let go or ignore, and they're in. You know, Florida's a, a pretty is, is the hotbed for for where wrestlers live and commute out of. Mm-hmm. So they're like, hey, if I don't got to go far, <laughs> you know, some veteran wrestler that's you know ready to. You know, start winding down a, a, a Christian ten years ago type when he went to TNA. No, fifteen years. When was that? He went shit. Long time ago. Um, more like ten. I'm like fifteen. Damn, that was more like ten. Yeah, no, it was like ten or twelve, like oh seven or something. Uh, so yeah, that's it's, it's interesting. Um, all, I think at least I thought. The, the money would be coming, you know, it would be a Sinclair type, you know, it, not that it still can't be, but I assumed they were going to be, or not Sinclair, because they were really working with Ring of Honor and stuff. So we thought when we were talking about it a few months ago, uh, after All In or leading up to All In, it was, you know, yeah, WGN and, and Sinclair and ROH kind of, yeah, was kind of in the mix. This gives them their own thing. This gets them detached from. This is the Young Bucks and Cody and and uh, and the, that whole squad like really making a, a different kind of name for themselves. I think. Yeah, being being about the business, and, and it's um, like I, I know it was more for Travis Tylen, but when I if I had to say like 
you know, what are my hopes for this promotion? It'd be simple. Turn profit. Like that's, you know. As soon as possible. Because, you know, that's, you know, tough yeah, first, like, you know, couple goes. And they're going to, well, I mean, of course, as soon as possible, but it's also, you know, TNA never turns profit. <laughs> you know what I right. mean? Right. So, uh, but they stuck around. But no, to, to turn a profit to, um, to justify, not even to justify, but um, to make this opportunity exist for other people down the road. That's what it's all about, you know. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, I hope it works for them. I hope they get money. Yeah. Um, maybe this will lead to Blake Bortles getting traded finally. Who knows? Uh, but, yeah, hopefully they get some money. Uh, anything else, uh, Kylan? Uh, on on De- on Daniel Bryan's uh, possible turn. Possible. Wh- why do you think Daniel Bryan actually pushed to turn heel uh, as opposed to continuing to use the vast amount of goodwill that he's built up throughout his career, but especially after his retirement, to continue to ride out his momentum as a babyface. Well, because he said it in that promo, Kylan, and thanks for calling, as usual, um, that momentum was (laughs) rapidly slowing down. There was no, there's, there was no denying Daniel Bryan in 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 November of 2018 was not as over as Daniel Bryan in you know April. It's it's just different. And whether you want to uh, blame Daniel Bryan or the the the, the booking and management around him, uh, whatever that's you know decide who you want to put the blame on or which percentage get who gets who, but he wasn't, he just wasn't as over. And he, he acknowledged that that was a, another great thing about that promo. He just, he did not try to, you know, uh, insult the intelligence of the fan. He's just like, no, that was just a moment for you people. And, you know, he, he framed it in, a, in a, just an excellent way to make it make sense. And, Everything, you know, like no, it was just a moment, and y'all moved on, and the and the and the yes, and the yes chance died down, and uh, and I had to let Brock beat the weakness out of me, and, and the new Daniel Bryan was born. The what did he call himself? The uh, not new and improved. I get uh, called himself something brand new, new and improved. I don't know. But the, the the brand new Daniel Bryan has emerged, and I'm all I'm all for it. Yeah, um, I think that you know Daniel Bryan's a creative, um, and, and I think guys who do it, it sounds rude to say guys who do that many moves, but I kind of mean it. Like guys who uh, who have that type of arsenal of wrestling, who think they're wrestling through as much as they do, who try to come up with new things. I think that also goes to their personality and their character when they get that far in their career. I just think he wants a new challenge. He wants to be able to play something different. He wants to emote in a different way. And 
like you said, Travis, like he said, I mean, the reaction is not the same. How do I not even justify, but how do I maintain or build on a status that I've worked so hard to create? Sometimes I have to do things differently. Um, you know, before uh, this weekend, you know, I watched uh, War Games 95, and it was just abysmal, um, Hulk Hogan specifically. And I'm saying this is somebody being objective about Hulk Hogan. You know, the thing was, he did not have a wave of momentum before he turned to the NWO. What he was to WCW was dwindling. Like, there were these cartoonish aspects of him um, that just weren't fitting in a Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold Steve Austin era of wrestling. And he saw the writing on the wall and did something about it. I think Daniel Bryan knows that, you know, when you come back from injury, they only love you so long. Like Sean Livingston, uh, one of my favorite comeback from injury stories, um, was going to be the next great NBA point guard. His leg turned to Linguini one time, and when he came back, you know, his he got three championships uh, backing up Steph Curry. That's not a bad way to go about it, but what if hmm. Sean Livingston comes back from that injury and is a starting point guard on some team, and we just talk about what if all the time. He found a way to yeah. be successful in the role that he was, and, and I think Daniel Bryan is a, you know, wrestling's not a team sport. It's a singular thing, and he's finding a way to, to make that last, and, and good on him because he's – he, again, like as much praise as I gave Johnny Gargano for still being super athletic but being a different character, and Daniel Bryan is doing a great job um, so far like in, in its infancy of portraying a, a really good heel. Do you think the Zabisco stalling stuff is going to stick around, or was that Brock specific because, you know, they need – because it's, it's Brock. You want to avoid, you know, letting him get his hands on you uh, as much as possible. Pause. I think everybody else, especially when you look at the SmackDown roster, um, of course they're not the exact same size, but he's going to wrestle AJ head up. If it comes to it, he's going to wrestle Randy Orton head up. He's going to wrestle Almas head up. Um, yeah, I think this was specifically for Brock. It makes you wish that they had a bit more time to build that story, um, to play that out, but I don't think we're going to see a lot more in that. I actually, I do. I think that's going to be a part of the new Daniel Bryan. Um, not to those, not to that extent, because you know he's not going to get 25 minutes to go out and uh, be able to do stall for seven minutes. Um, but I do think that'll be a part of his, uh, at least his bigger, his bigger matchup matchups, uh, even against even against AJ and and and, and guys not as big as Brock. <clears throat> um. I think he did a really good job last night immediately. Like there was not, it was 80, 20. There were some people that were hesitant to like to really full throat, you know, boo him. But it, I think it was like an 80, 20, uh, people were understood and pissed off enough in a, in a, in a, in the way you want, you know, wrestling fans to be pissed off, uh, enough to, to, to boo Brian sort of like, like he's, he know, you know, you know, don't, don't think Brian isn't seeing what champ champ is doing in NXT, uh-huh. you know, like, you know, like, no, I gotta not be entertained. Like he came, yo, did you see the sweater he was wearing? <laughs> like, yeah. fam, if that ain't on the back of Ingrid's chair in the, at the, at the, you know, sale in the, 
in the damn underwriting department of some company. Like, that's her, oh, it's a little nippy in here sweater. That's on the back of her chair. Like, come on, you wearing this old lady sweater? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you, I, if you put that sweater under a microscope, the whole Dewey Decimal system is on it. <laughs> so he knows, like, and I and I, I'm still wondering what he's going to do with his hair and his and his and his and his, and his beard and stuff. If he's going to alter it in any way or just st- because it seems like the, it makes sense to have that look, but it's also he got over as a giant baby face with that same look. Mm-hmm. So maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking it. Uh, with the he should he should he should switch it up. But um, yeah, he 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 was he was tremendous in the match. I, I, I'm sure I wasn't the only one super uncomfortable uh, with some of those German suplexes. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm watching him to make sure he falls in between his shoulders every time. Like, and and like finally, after about four of them, two which were, that first one especially, which were like, <gasps> oh, my God, oh, my God, kind of moments, they finally went to what we talked about last week. Like, oh, they're going to do the – Belly to belly, overhead, yeah, overhead, belly to belly. Yeah, and that's what they stuck Which with. I think Brock should do more. Like, yeah, um, it's so super impressive, it, and obviously and just safer. Yeah, yeah. And I guess you know, like, especially when you're wrestling AJ and Brian, those guys can get over it easily. Yeah. I understand why he doesn't do a uh, a regular belly to belly because Big E does it and Bailey does it, so. I, I get why Rhino that's not happening. Does it? To, yeah. yeah, Rhino does that. So yeah, like I makes sense. Why and he never did. It. He didn't. You know, Brock in '03 and Brock in you know 2012 wasn't doing belly to belly. Mm-hmm. So yeah. so it's not strange that he doesn't do it anymore or anything. So mm-hmm. um, shit, I'd find there's a way to there's variations on everything. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm the guy that says he should do, he should, he should be, like, you can't be suplex. What did I say once the Wade? I was like, how he suplex city? He's like suplex township at best. Like, you're this fucking small county. Like, you're German yeah. suplex, you know, <laughs> avenue, <laughs> motherfucker. Damn. Suplex court. <laughs> you suplex court. <laughs> motherfucker, come on. Suplex court. Um, <laughs> so yeah, he should. I'm like, hey, Brock should be the mod, should be Taz. Like, if you want to be a suplex city, suplex machine type guy, do all of them. Damn, they suplexes. It ain't like it's you know takes much more energy to do a damn T bone or a, one a, 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 not split leg, but a you know one leg whenever when you got the guy's leg. Like, damn, dude, switch it up. Um, but yeah, okay, let's talk to somebody else. Who we got? Who we got? Let's talk to some folks. Um, let's talk to Willis down in D.C. Willis, what's going on? What's going on, fellas? Coming in hot. I can't complain at all. Man, I enjoyed SummerSlam last two matches. That Daniel Bryan match was excellent. The damn... Um, Becky Lynch, I mean, oh, Charlotte and um, Ronda Rousey match, that was a hell of a match because they was really hitting each other in that match. 
Big time. Really I was surprised surprised about that. So I had friends that was in attendance at the show, but I'm surprised y'all only talk about old Buckethead, damn um, Enzo acting the asshole out in the damn crowd. I and, and you know what, Willis? Like I saw it. Um, I've seen people talk about it, and like I just I try to talk about him as little as possible, man. Like I, I don't. Everything they said about him seems to be true, and that's upsetting. Because you like to yeah. believe that, like, that people can be wrong about you. You like to believe that we're misinterpreting the story. No, he's just a dickhead. And um, yeah. and Grant, he has every right to be there. Um, but then you see, like, uh, all the stuff that just happened with Takashi 6 Now I'm like, this trolling shit, man. Like, it's just not... <sighs> Like I'm, I'm a proponent of punching people in the mouth. Sometimes I think it needs to happen more often. I think we'd all be better people if we all got punched in the mouth a little bit more often. And yeah, man, he's just like, oh, that, that dude's a mess. And you see exactly why they put him on a pedestal because he elicits a reaction. But you also see why when it was time to cut bait, they did it pretty cleanly. Because yeah, right. And then did. And then did you hear about the, the crazy stuff that went on with James Ellsworth? Yeah. yeah. We're, 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 I told, um, I was telling my man Peanut about that on uh, my podcast. And, like, it's telling non-wrestling fans about the things that happen in wrestling just makes you feel even creepier. But, like, he just, I, I said it when, uh, I think when WWE released him the first time. And, and what I basically right. said was, like, look, this is a guy who does not have the build, does not have the face, does not have the athletic ability of the kind of person who makes it in wrestling uh, for the first time, especially at that age, but he's proof that you shouldn't give up on your dreams. You know what? Give up on your dreams because your dreams might be nasty. <laughs> <laughs> but guess, come to find out, guess what? He ain't in no trouble because the place that he said whatever was going on, the girl is at an age of consent because she's sixteen. Oh, so he's not so he's not a criminal. He's just a weirdo. That's even worse to me. Right, basically, personally. basically, uh, yeah, just a weirdo. Uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So. So there is oh. actual evidence that, he, like, no doubt he did this thing. It's just a matter of a technicality? Or are we just assuming? Yeah, and, he was and, plus, he and plus he wasn't sending new, new pictures, so he, he can't get in no trouble. He's never back, right? Right. Oh yeah, so. he's done. He's done. Well, why? Hey, listen, listen. It's not that he's never back. It's that he's not back um, in any type of real capacity for a long time. Because again, Jerry the King Lawler has worked for WWE forever. Yes. And, right. You know, like, and I get it. James Ellsworth is not Jerry the King Lawler, um, but you know they don't seem to have a real issue with that. 
um, which was a lot more egregious in, in just about everybody's mind. So I, I I don't know if he's not back for a one-off, Trav, five years from now, or two years from now when, when that girl decides to vote Republican. I don't know. Um, <laughs> you just never know with WWE. Yeah, and, and Cam, you better go Black Friday to the Walmart or the um, Best Buy and pick up that um, one ninety nine PlayStation Four with Spider Man included in the set. Right? Because everybody got it on sale. Everybody keeps yo. Everybody's bullying me into getting a PS Four. Like I swear, like, the group, my group chat's bullying me. Twitter's bullying me. You're bullying me. I don't want a PlayStation. Um, it, it's just, the like, best time to get it. Because you gotta think the game is still sixty dollars in the store, so you basically only paying a hundred and forty for the PlayStation Four and sixty dollars for the game. And it, isn't it a terabyte? It is yep. a terabyte. Oh my god! Uh, let me let me shoot Sandra a text. She did <laughs> say. She said it's almost. She said Thanksgiving tomorrow. And nobody's giving me their their Christmas. Uh, List. So let me let me text Sandra, see what she's talking about. Can, Everybody can leave me alone. Uh huh. And basically, what if you if you want to get that joint, basically you can just go on Walmart.com and just order it, and and then you can just pick it up at the store for the price of the taxes, and that's it, and call it a day. So that'd be like a probably about two hundred and twelve dollars and some change, and that's it. Damn, Willis pushing some consoles. So I, I, I already got my um, PlayStation Pro, so I'm good. And I already got me the damn Xbox F, S. I ain't getting no X. I don't see the point in getting the X. Yeah. $500 for no damn game system. You might as well buy a damn computer for that price. And the bad thing about Xbox is all the games that they got on on the Xbox that's made by Xbox, you can get the same games on the computer, too. A cheaper price. Yep. Oh, damn. So they just want, they just want to kick themselves in the butt, basically. But, yeah, I'm sitting here laughing about them being Abros. Um, they Vince got him saying the damn lines, talk about Roman got what he deserves. I'm like, man, that's fucked up. That's man going to cancer. They saying some shit like that. I'm like, man, that's damn Vince Man saying you you done got damn cancer and I done put all this damn time in your ass and you gonna get sick on me when I needed you the most and I gotta pay all this damn money for Brock Lesnar again. That's Vince being dirty with her dirty ass. No, really, that's funny. Damn. That's not supposed to be funny, but that's funny as hell. And how then how I know the cancer on my dime. <laughs> And, and, and then, damn, um, they talking about Bron. Bron been talking the last couple of weeks that he on this number, damn, um, Baron Corbin. And then Stephanie said, um, this number is a liability for a company, so I don't think I could do that. And then everybody then went all crazy about it because of all the, the Saudi money money they got. Oh shit. They did do that, and that's gross. Uh, I, I didn't I even who wrote about it. Yeah, wow. somebody wrote about it, and that's disgusting. Like, yeah, yeah, that's not. And, and then everybody taking it 
Like, oh man, they taking a dig at um damn um the Saudi Arabia and stuff. I like, man, Braun been saying for the last month, even before the damn Saudi shit happened, that he wanna tear people apart. So they ain't nothing new. Yeah, I'm not I'm not mad at Braun. Of... I don't think he's yeah. trolling or, or trying to be a scumbag. I just uh yeah. Yeah, somebody else. She should have thought be. about that. Somebody put that word she on. She should have thought about that shit. She should have thought about that shit before she said it. I don't think she thought about it before she said it. She should have just let that shit slide. But no, she probably was trying to be quick with it and say something to, for um to go against Braun. But that shit surely did not come out right at all. I don't think they. She thought that one through before she said it. Absolutely not. I hope she didn't. <laughs> so I don't, I don't think she. I re, a lot of people try and say that they did that shit on purpose. I don't think they did that shit on purpose. That shit mm-hmm. was just fucking hap, happenstance because Braun had been talking about he was going to tear people. Been tearing, talking about he been tearing people, wanting to tear people apart for the longest time. That shit just came up at stupid. the wrong fucking time. It would be so dumb of them. To, to to poke and to try to that would just be dumb. Like beyond it being right. like tasteless and you know all the kind of moral uh, implications, it would just be dumb. Like business wise, like why would you do that? Why would you draw attention to like like the same company that didn't even say Saudi Arabia the name Saudi Arabia for the last four weeks uh, uh, leading to that show is not going to then go and make a joke about uh, you know dismemberment on purpose. Right, like, like right, you know, and there are a lot of things they're not then, fucking idiots. Yeah, then um, I seen online. I was listening to her wrestling sheet. They was talking about it, and, and the dude was saying it. He said they probably did that shit on purpose. And I seen Wade talking online saying that they said that shit on purpose. I'm like, come on, man, they ain't that fucking dumb. Stop trying to drum up shit for no reason. I just thought that shit was just fucking. Happenstance at the wrong fucking time. Shit happens. Now, if Trump said that shit, then it would be a whole different story. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> even his ass that came out and said, I'm not going to really mess with Saudi Arabia because they give us too much money and shit. He said that on the TV the other day. I was dying laughing. Yeah. He might, maybe he did, maybe he didn't. Like, motherfucker, maybe he did, maybe he didn't. <laughs> but I, I but I ain't messing with our money, so I don't care. Man, crazy ass. But, yeah, other than that, I'm going down my mama house this weekend, down in the mama. damn woods. So woods? Is she, be, is she in Maryland? No, she down in Virginia now. They was in D.C., okay. but they had a... They, they sold the house in the um around summertime, so she been had a house down in Virginia where her mama's house was at. So I'm okay. dad coming to pick me up, so I'm gonna be down in the woods where they still looking at the black people like they stealing shit at the damn Walmart. Good luck. Hey, hey, just look straight ahead. Um so you in America? Like, uh, like, yeah. So, all right. Yeah. So, hopefully, I I should have some fun. And plus, um, when my mom stay at 
they're supposed to be having um, a wrestling show later on, probably next year, I guess. And um, they're doing a signing with Kane and The Undertaker. So I don't know if I'm going to that or not because they ain't saying it's going to be like $225 for the autograph. So I don't know. I ain't dropping that much money for no damn Kane and No Undertaker. But um, make sure you wear, right. uh, wear a Kaepernick jersey when you go. Right? <laughs> I probably won't. <laughs> I probably won't even go down there, drunk, because Bray Wyatt gonna be up in New York at a carnival convention next weekend, and I'm going to bed drunk to try and get his damn picture. Nice. Because the last time I seen him was in the hotel, and he took a picture with my friend because him and my friend he know him by heart, but he was. I asked him for a picture. He's like, I got to go, man. He's like, I'll catch you the next time. But you know how it is. Only take a picture with my friend Tim, and that's it. I was dying laughing. He's like, but I got you the next time I see you, though. Y'all like, so I I had no complaints. So when I go up there and take the picture with him. Hey, make sure you ask me where the hose at. So so when you, you're telling me when you, when you rappel down from the vent, uh, to 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 get the picture, uh, he he blew you off. I mean, you know. No, no. What happened was no. What happened was. I mean, I know what friend, happened. You guys explain yourself. Damn. <laughs> no, no, I know. But what happened was, um, my friend was driving one of the um dudes that was playing fake security that night at SummerSlam to the okay. hotel because he had bought a he had got the hotel. So his friend could stay in the same hotel as the wrestlers was. You know, that joint was a fucking arm and a leg. And we was in there waiting for him to get his shit together. And Bray just happened to be coming down the steps. First thing he seen, he seen my friend Timmy. He's like, Brother Timmy, I'm glad to finally, I'm glad to see you again. So it's funny as shit to see who actually remembers who and everything and how people treat you. So that was the same night I got a picture with Bobby Lashley and um, Shayna Baszler. Mm-hmm. So I'm, re- so I'm it's, interested it's just, to see if if and when you do uh, <clears throat> get your picture with him this weekend or, or next weekend, whenever you said it is, uh, let us know if he indeed did. I don't want you to go, hey, remember me from this, that, and the other, and then he can go, yeah, sure. Just let it, you know. Oh, uh, he... Oh, he remember me because he remembers. Yeah. No, he remember me because he know. He remember me because he know I'm friends with with Tim, my friend Tim. Hey, that's what I'm saying. I, I get that. So, yeah, I want to want to see yeah, how much. So. Yeah, he does because he meets a lot of people. You know, you can imagine. So, yeah, I wonder so, if he remembers it, me it, from it, the press press box when I was getting uh, my second helping of roast beef and uh, coffee, <laughs> and he walked by <laughs> and was like, and I was like, hey, nice match out there. And he was like, thanks. He probably like, hey, you were in the press box, and you said nice match to me, right? I'm like, yeah, that's right. That was me, Bray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah right. It's, it's going to be funny and shit. But, yeah, y'all can let me go. Talk to you, Willis. Oh, uh, man. Okay, man. If he did, if he did <laughs> indeed remember. He'd be like, you were your second help with the roast beef. I'd be like, damn, are you, uh, you on the spectrum there, Bray? <laughs> <laughs> that's not funny. Except it was. Um, all right. Let's uh, talk, read some of these non-VIP emails. Oh, so I'll ask Rich. 
in the in the in the VIP show. But to JC's question from uh, from last week, did you give any thought to any any era, any wrestling company? Who would you pick to do a top five traditional Survivor Se- five on five Survivor Series match? Nope. So I did mine. And since it's Survivor Series, I'm setting my own parameters. It's, uh, you know, WWE stuff. So um, I'm picking Brian, Joe, Brian, Joe, Keith Lee, Aleister Black, and CM Punk against uh, Bruno, Backlund, Hogan, Austin, Cena. All right. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll throw one out there really quick. Let me mm-hmm. get. Uh, let me see. I, I said really quick, and then it dies. Right. Let me get uh, the Usos, Roman, The Rock, and Umaga mm-hmm. against. Well, that's six, uh, right? Usos. Roman Rakumaga. It's fine. Oh, okay. Uh, against uh, Brett, Owen, Austin, Michaels, Angle. Oh, shit. And Rock and Michaels have a stare, you know, when they first, when they finally get in the ring, you know, Hot tag, hot tag, and they finally get in. It's like, you like, know, I feel stare like down. Rock only, Rock's only ever used the N-word, like, in the Miami locker room. And only because, like, <laughs> okay. you know, everybody was saying it. I feel like he would definitely call Michael the bitch-ass nigga. <laughs> like, <laughs> the instinct would just come over him. He would completely drop character. You bitch-ass nigga. <laughs> Potato Michaels one time fold Sean up like a chair. Oh my God, Rich! I didn't see this. Rich said on Twitter we should ask Willis why did they say Tamina had a natural killer instinct? No, yeah, I during the show I was like, yo, come on, like seriously. Oh my God, where was I when that was? These lines are being fake. Oh, man. <clears throat> um, hey, wow. Okay. All right. So an email from this week. We've got Jabron in Vegas. He says, what up, fellas? Two questions for you all this week. Uh, when do you think we'll get Becky Lynch versus the Becky versus Ronda match, uh, given they're on different brands? Uh, do you all think we could get that match at the Royal Rumble, given that's the next co-branded pay-per-view? Also, do you think the Charlotte versus Ronda match that's been talked about for WrestleMania could possibly be off the table now that they're having, now that they're having a match, this is from yesterday. Now that they are having a match at Survivor Series, what uh, would the oh, hype yeah. still be there for a WrestleMania match? Now that we've seen the match, well, no, the and the match, is, yeah. Well, it's funny you say no. I'm like the answer is yes because now they have a beef. So I think that I think that you think that you think way to Charlotte and Ronda with that beef could think? headline WrestleMania. I think it was smart the way that they did it. So I'm not saying oh, that we haven't uh, seen this. This is what I'm saying. Okay. I think that 
I think that before Becky couldn't wrestle at Survivor Series, we all felt like the better match was Becky versus Ronda. Not the more marketable match, but the better match from a fan standpoint. Um, but I think that the way that Charlotte went about the match and after the match, I think WWE did themselves like a real service by saying basically, look, maybe Becky's going to be our female Stone Cold and we'll have no choice but to do her and Ronda. Or if that doesn't work out, now Charlotte has this mean streak and Ronda has a reason to want revenge against Charlotte. So I think they're kind of, you know, not doubling down, but their bet. Exactly, exactly. So I, I think that right now you still got to look at Becky and Ronda probably be in the WrestleMania match. But if not, people have reason to want to see her and Charlotte. Yeah. Um, I think either way, the Royal Rumble is too early. You don't you don't have you don't have Becky Ronda or Charlotte Ronda too at at the Royal Rumble. Like, no, no, no. You just have that standard. You save the inner brand stuff if you're going to do it outside of Survivor Series, since you know that's the one time a year Rollins versus SmackDown. Uh, do it then you then you do it at WrestleMania, which is what I am still thinking is going to happen. Becky, Ronda, WrestleMania main event. Charlotte maybe in Becky's corner. I don't know if we want to tease tension by then. We're, you know, we do, who knows where we're at by April. Uh, or maybe she just needs somebody in her corner because uh, Ronda at that point, you know, has Shafir or Duke or all, both of them or all three. Uh, you know, throw Baszler in there too. So, you know, again, we got five months to to, to get to that point. Um, so, you know, but Royal Rumble, I think, is out of the question. Um, a second question uh, from Jabron. Uh, with the news that Braun will be out due to elbow surgery and could be out less than six months, I would think – Oh, he was saying he he was going to be out less less than six months. He thinks Jabron thinks. Um, where do y'all where do y'all think WWE could possibly go, knowing that at some point Brock will be going back to the UFC? Do y'all y'all see getting the chance? Who do you see getting the chance to be the next Raw champion? P.S. Did you see the video of Enzo getting kicked out? Yeah, we did. Um. I mean, assuming, you know, let's use, use six months, he'll be back in six months. That that leaves WrestleMania on the table for, for Braun. If it's, uh, if, it's, if it's something he needs five or six months to recover from, that puts him right at, uh, right at WrestleMania. So, is that where we see Lars versus Braun? I mean... Do they do? Do they have Lars kind of pick up where Braun left off? As far as like, you know, they can't do the picking up trucks and stuff and flipping shit over. But if they do their, you know, the Lars version of that uh, in a, a cool way, just whatever they do. But it gets him over, and he's, you know, for four or five, six, you know, four or five months, just kind of wrecking shop, and then comes back to have a, you know, battle of the raw monsters or. Something and then you have the match, and then Lars or even Braun gets drafted to SmackDown in, in later that month. 
so you don't necessarily have to come back with it. Get out of there. I don't know if they face each other for a long time. Um, as big as Lars is, I feel like he's not bronze size, like height-wise. Um, so I think it'll be a while before that. Like, I don't see them being, even though I think, like, Lars Sullivan is a, a good stand-in for Braun, I don't think them head up has the, the aesthetic that it seems like it would. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Braun's probably a legit 6'8". Uh, Lars is, what, 6'4 at, 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 at the tallest? So, you know, probably. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate the email. Next up is from Nathan in Louisiana. He says, uh, first things first, Hulk Hogan makes me sick. He is repugnant, shameless, and a piece of crap. Now that you're really now, now that that's out of the way, I like how Dream uses Hogan's gimmick and ignores Terry when he tweets about Dream showing love and respect. Get the fuck out of here, Terry. Dream stole your I gimmick. I tried to explain that to like three people. <laughs> I think I tried Dream. to explain that to Chris. Oh, go ahead, Travis. No, I was just going to finish. Dream stole your gimmick and didn't give you no love. Keep up the good work, Dream. Go ahead. Yeah, I think I, it might have been. I think Sean might have said it. I think Chris said it. Um, and it was basically like, um, I wonder how people feel that Dream is paying homage to the wrestler who they don't like because of racial things. He said, oh, my God, no, that, that's, that's not what it is. He's, you know. He's taking the best parts of a gimmick and not giving credit to the person who created it and not giving him shine. Like it's again, like I, I understand your criticism of dream in match, um, for the specificity of what happened, but I'm telling you, man, he's just it's like like I love Ricochet, right? I think Ricochet is amazing. Um there's a very concrete reason that Ricochet is good in NXT and they're not rushing him to the main roster. Um, again, I think Ricochet is the most fluid wrestler I've ever seen. And I'll say that until I see somebody else. Um, but I think he's so fluid and smooth. But I think that um, when you get him on the microphone, when it's time to tell a story, you can tell that, but it doesn't have the same connection as people have with a Velveteen Dream. He has a natural yeah. charisma like Velveteen Dream is the closest thing, and I'm not saying he's the same, but he's the closest thing that we'll have to a Rick Rude in 2018 or to a Macho Man in 2018. Hmm. There's just something about him that makes you want to watch what he does, that makes you invested in the things that he does, and he carries himself like he's the most important person in the room without it being arrogance necessarily. He seems very yeah. confident in what he's doing. And, and it's just like he's if whenever you tell somebody wrestling is more than just about the moves you could do, he's the person you should point to. As far as NXT goes anyway. But that's not even to say but that's not even because you usually say that about 
uh, somebody that can't, you know, hit all the moves and be the smooth. But no, that is absolutely not the yeah. case with Velveteen. But it's mm-hmm. still an apt compare or an apt uh, thing to, uh, like you said, that that still makes sense. If somebody said that, you would definitely yeah. show them uh, a Velveteen Dream yeah. clip or like, match. Macho Man could do all the moves, and Rick Rude could do all the moves. But the yeah. thing that you remember about Rick Rude is what happened before the match and what he was wearing during the match. The thing right, you remember right. about Macho Man is the the crazy entrances and the crazy uh, vignettes a couple that you remember about him. On top of his and, head. And the matches were good. That's the thing. Like, like, and the matches matter. Like he's that kid is special, and I just um, I I wish him all the best. I hope that we get to see him reach his maximum potential because he, he, he's special. He really is. Travis, let me ask you something. Yeah. If if Tommaso Ciampa, who is perfect in his role, if he never made the main roster, would it be a crime? Yes. And it's only because lesser talented Mm-hmm. Guys are like I can't. Not that these guys aren't talented, and I've enjoyed them a lot over the last you know fifteen, eighteen years. But Bobby Roode and Eric Young are both on the main roster, they, and, they and Tommaso Champ is mm-hmm. better than both of them hands down in every way. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I, that's I that... when you. When you start doing it that way, then it becomes because you go in the in the grand scheme, like no, if, if no one, you know, he's not necessarily a sure bet. He's small. He's got the whatever. You can you can go. I could see why he would never make it. But then when you go, well, is he better than? Then you start naming people on the roster. Yeah. You're going to name of half course. of people on the roster and go, he's better than them. Oh yeah, he's absolutely better than them. Yeah, and just like I said about about Cody and the Bucks and their new venture, like. I want everybody in wrestling to get paid. I absolutely want that. In in any field where you especially when you put your body on the line, I want you to make as much money as possible. Um I all for it, absolutely. Yeah. But I just I think that, that Dean Ambrose thing, man. Whew. <laughs> and the realization that him at thirty two or whatever, thirty three years old, you yeah. know, like, man, if I got ten more years in me, that'll be you know, lucky yeah. so, and then the going through with his body, and and you hear that a lot. My you body, especially guys that have been injured. WWE, like it shocks me that you know, in the year of our Lord two thousand and eight or whenever, that he was doing yeah. these wild ass. John Moxley was doing death matches. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's ridiculous. Like the stuff that he was doing, and the right. fact that he On fake did, UTV, like, you know, bullshit CZW yeah. stuff. Yeah, you know, not for a major audience. Yeah, I want people to make as much money and like, but and, and just the it, and what I'm saying to say is, Tommaso Ciampa has had these perfect, amazing moments in NXT. Um, and I just don't know if there's anybody outside of hell, Shayna Baszler, Bianca Belair, and Aleister Black. Those are the three I'll just say off the top of my head. And maybe mm-hmm. that really too, for, for what he brings. But I don't know who you can say.
Cafe has a more main event feel or trajectory than Velveteen Dream. I just don't know who. Like, whatever role they put that kid in, his his, his build is different, but just great. Yeah. Like he can do all the way he talks. You- you hit it earlier, and, and it's something that it's like, I, I knew this, but it wasn't until you, you uh, articulated it. Like, yeah, he could, I, he could have a match. He has had matches with Lars Sullivan and, uh, and Ricochet, and now um, Ciampa, who's a, a small guy, but not a Ricochet type. We watched the Black, um, we watched the black you know, match after Con-Con, and we were sitting there with our tongues hanging out. Like yeah, he's, yeah, and Gus is chicken, right? Exactly. And who was he facing? Was that Alistair? That was Black. Yeah. But yeah, so again, all these different size uh, uh, opponents, different styles, completely. Uh, and he, he's he's like Bruce Lee, just be water, because water can can be anything, can fit into anything, and and he's water in in that way. Um, and I, and and for real, for real, I think in ten years we could be saying Velveteen is better than Macho Man and Rick Rude. Would you really? Surely, surely we could, um, because like as as great as Macho Man was, Hulk Hogan was there, right? You know, like, and so you know he was always. Oh, yeah, you always got to remember, Macho Man was forced out of wrestling. He a commentator, but he could still wrestle. Like, like, and Macho Man's one of my all-time favorites. And Rick Rude, um, other than, um, you know, the one run in WCW, he was up there, but he was never, like, a main eventer. So, yes, like, just like, I'm trying to think of all the people. Like, Randy Orton is bigger than Rick Rude, definitely. Probably Macho Man, you could say. Arguably, um, sure. I could, I could, yeah, I yeah. Could so at least in the same like realm, could Velveteen Dream be Randy Orton? Fuck yeah. And it's not a knock on Randy Orton. It's just right. Randy Orton isn't the all. Like Randy Orton was never more than John Cena. Um, and then, again, not a bad spot to be in. But Velveteen Dream could be the biggest guy in, because, I mean, this is gonna sound like blasphemy, but. We probably say we say John Cena's bigger than Macho Man, no doubt. Somebody might say Roman Reigns is bigger than uh, than uh, Macho Man. Macho Man never made even at four straight WrestleManias, that's for sure. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, he could be bigger than those guys um, as they made of their wrestle. It's it's fascinating. So Nathan continues, man. I hope Dream stays in NXT until Vince is gone. I have no faith in Vince to push anyone right at this right at this point. Just my thoughts. Uh, thanks, Trav, for allowing my mini rant. Uh, Nathan from Lafayette. Um, yeah, I mean, as as like in, intuitive as that makes sense. Like, yeah, I don't want that guy. Uh, I don't want that guy in charge of that guy's career. Yeah, but I want that guy in charge of that guy's paycheck. <laughs> exactly. You know, like, I, I get what you're saying, but. I don't no way Velveteen Dream, Patrick freaking Clark is like, ah, oh, I can't wait till Vince goes. I hope they I hope Triple H doesn't, you mm-hmm. know, give me good 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 um good it marks works, and good reviews. Yeah. yeah. Hope he's not giving me I, good reviews I so I can that, stay here and make 
80 grand a year as long as possible. Fuck no. We forget about that. <laughs> and, like, I literally had this conversation. And I, I had it, but it comes up a lot in, on Facebook. And it's like, um, gosh, I hope that X wrestler stays in NXT so Vince doesn't ruin them. Like, look, look, guys, um, I really like my job. I think my job's great. If they told me, okay, we're going to have you do the same job at this office for a year, um, you're going to, you're going to hate it, but we're going to pay you three times as much. Mm. You know what? I'm going to tough that year out. You're going to rationalize. You're going to be like, it's a year. I I can put up. I can. You're going to think about what you're going to do with the two. You know, with the 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 money that you're now making. (laughs) You're like, shit. You're going to be thinking about down payments on cribs. You know, like maybe we can finally, you know, you know, get married. Whatever your situation is, maybe that's what's going to get you through that year. And then you go maybe out on the other side of that year. You know things will have changed, and I won't hate it so much. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna do you. <laughs> yeah, like when people say it's not all about the money. Okay, fair, but give me your money then. Yeah, <laughs> that would always be my response. Like only Whatever the only people that have. say that are people that are poor or are well off or and don't have to worry about money. Mm-hmm. Like Nobody people that not like, only like working poor. I'm talking about. Poor and they don't have the motivation or options to not ever not be poor. Mm-hmm. That's not all about money. Anybody yeah. who needs money doesn't. <laughs> anybody who needs money is very clear that that money matters. Like there's now, if going to the main roster means a five percent bump in pay, like this was my example too. I said, look, you should always go. For the more for more money, especially in a thing like wrestling, where they can turn on the fans can hate you next week, right. and that can lead yeah, to wrestling's like it's the NFL the in that way. Like, it can end you just gotta like that. Get the money when it's there. You have to. Like tomorrow's absolute, and it's like even in the NFL, Travis. Like you, uh, like look at Des Bryant, right? Des Bryant was out of football for a year finally gets on with the team that's probably going to win the Super Bowl and tears his Achilles in a practice. And somebody was like, well, this is proof on why you should stay away from older receivers. Fuck that. It's proof on why you should get your money and hold out as long as you need to for your money. Because so we're gonna act like gone. we're gonna act like what twenty three year olds don't tear their fucking Achilles? Yeah, <laughs> any, anybody who is asked to do fast movements on their feet yes. can tear their Achilles. Like it, yes. it's just what it is. But no, yeah, like I, I, I don't. Oh, and then this is my example. I was like, look, unless you're Shinsuke, where you get a million dollar a year NXT deal, you need to get the fuck mm-hmm. up out of NXT. Right. Like. Right, he wasn't like, going to go to the main okay. roster. He was still going to be eating off that same contract, uh, that same mm-hmm. four-year deal when he got pushed up to the main roster yeah. uh, in that second year. Like, nothing changes for him but the goddamn road. So for him, yeah. shit, he's like, my every, all my checks are the same, but now I'm doing, you know, three times, four times, five times to travel, mm-hmm. and my body hurts more, and I'm wrestling more, and my, yeah. my, 
you know, the mistakes and the 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 the, the margin for error is much thinner. But there was no bump. A guy like, uh, um, you, you know, Velveteen, you know, 80 grand a year. Again, I'm making that up. It could be 40. It could be 100. I don't know. I'm just going to say 80. Mm-hmm. And then he gets up to the main roster and he gets his downside. And let's say they're like, let's take care of him right out the gate and give him a 350 downside. So no matter what happens in his first year, he's going to make uh, uh, 350 grand. He's going to see, you know, for him, yes, that's, yeah. that, that's you know, that's a, especially at 25 years old or whatever he is, that's yeah. motivation. 24, so, so yeah. One in 600 and, you know, up and up and up. You're so, gonna, and he's a guy, you know, Velveteen's going to make a ton of merch money because he's super marketable. Yeah. You and want me to be Ken Shamrock? Colors want he, to, people want everywhere. You, you want me to come out dressed as Golga for 400000 a year? Okay. <laughs> okay. Like, it's just I, I I understand we're selfish as as fans, and this is not me saying that we shouldn't ask for the very best entertainment because we should as consumers. However, we also have to understand that like, people are eating off this. You know, like you think uh, Magnum TA ain't want a guaranteed contract before we turn on that motorcycle? <laughs> like yeah. it can be over tomorrow, man. Like it, it's. We really should, and and not should, how I choose to look at it as, like, look, I think Bobby Roode was fantastic as NXT gatekeeping champion, as baby Evolution Triple H, baby Four Horsemen Ric Flair, whatever you want to say he was, and now he's, you know, Chad Gable's big brother. He's Chad Gable's uncle, and Mm -hmm. guess what? He probably likes the character he played more in NXT. I bet he likes the fucking main roster checks, though. I bet he loves those. Bobby Roode doesn't have to have uh, that perm with the long curls in his head, and he's making more money than he ever has ever. I bet he's okay with it. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, next email is from Rashad. He chimes in. He says, what's going on, fellas? Just some quick thoughts this week. I've always felt that watching wrestling is the be- is that is best uh, when it had some semblance of reality weaved into the storylines. For example, continuing to use frustration from Nia's punch to Becky is a smart move and builds more sympathy for Becky and resentment towards Nia. But I've been feeling I've been feeling like using life and death situations as punchlines or avenues to further story stories is kind of tasteless. Stephanie's comments about, oh, here we go, about dismemberment, Jim yeah. Anvil's death and Roman's cancer battle are all things that should be left alone, in my opinion. Maybe I'm overly sensitive due to my experiences, but I just uh, wanted to get your takes. Uh, thanks for the great work, and I'll be listening. Uh, hashtag salute. Um, yeah, I, I don't fault you for uh, Rashad at all. For, for I don't think it's overly sensitive to be like, what the fuck? You know when you and you name you, you're naming three. It's not like they did one of those things, which would be you know bad enough. But you know all three of those things are hap- uh, are, are happening or have, have happened in and around the same time. Uh, hey, Danielle Fissle Fissle is at uh, the NXT taping. Um, I mean, here's my issue, and and yeah. the Stephanie thing aside, because that's gross, right? If somebody was like, yo, I give a fuck about 
your homeboy with the cancer. I give a fuck about your dead daddy. Mm-hmm. The natural reaction would be, okay, it's smoke. It's not about no wrestling match no more. Right. Like, it's about, okay, I'm going to find you. I'm going to fuck you up. You're going to feel something. <laughs> You're going to care about something. If it's why your face is on backwards, let it be that. The problem with having those kind of storylines is people don't react to them the right way. Rey Mysterio should have shot Randy Orton when he said Eddie's in hell <laughs> with a gun. Like, that's, <laughs> that's just what you do. And so, like, I agree. Like, the issue is when you have a conversation like that, you can't come back properly because it would be actual violence. Like, Baron Corbin was mad at Braun Strowman for showing him up, and he took his arm off. Natalia was mad at Ruby Riot for making fun of her dead dad, and she pinned her in a wrestling match. Like, yeah. What about back in the day? We really, uh, you know. Uh, oh no, it was actually the. I'm thinking it was it was it was the guy tormenting the guy's. Dead. I'm thinking the Big Show and uh, <laughs> Big Boss Man. Oh my yeah, yo, God! Big Boss Man was wilding out. Yo, he was at the. Yo, Big Show was hanging on the back of the coffin, yo. It shouldn't be funny, but that was so funny. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I think I was 19, so that was, you know, I, I, I excuse myself. <laughs> and you were like 14, so, yeah, you definitely, <laughs> you know, that was right in our wheelhouses. <laughs> A couple of damn teenagers. Um, <laughs> Rich said they got a Mexican named Fidel Bravo. <laughs> He was on two o on two o five uh, as well, I think. Fidel Bravo, um, man, Rich was on the line. Guess he jumped off. I was going to get his thoughts so JC would be able to hear him. But um, let's uh, wait. Was that it with that email? No. Um, oh yeah, that was it. So yeah, thanks for shouting. Appreciate that. Let's head back to some callers. 347-202-0103 gets you in line. Let's go to... uh, I should know who this is. Let's see. (laughs) DC. So... LaMarcus? I'm going to assume it's LaMarcus. LaMarcus. What up? Yep, Travis, man. What's happening? Can you hear me? Not much. Um, yeah, you're good. But I can't say anything that much. Driving, <laughs> driving to uh, Wichita Falls, Texas for Thanksgiving. But um, what I was going to say, oh, yeah. I came on a little late, but did y'all did y'all have any theories of why Raw dominated uh, Survivor Series? Because I have one theory. What's your theory? Because they some hoes. <laughs> I I'm thinking it's because <laughs> it's because uh, of the blue no the the blue wave with the uh, the Democrats taking uh, taking back the house. I think Vince was salty, so he was like, we're going to let the red team win since. We're going to let the red team win since um, since they pretty much got dominated in the house. I mean, I I didn't watch the pay-per-view, but I – sorry. 
No, I was just saying that that, that's a perfect uh, hypothesis. Perfect. I didn't watch the pay-per-view, but I, like, saw what happened, so I was like, wait, so SmackDown didn't win one match, and I was like, maybe Vince got real mad about the Republicans losing the house, so he was like, we're going to make our own red waves, man. We couldn't do it. No, now it's funnier. Did you say that? Now it's funnier? Because now I'm like, the reason SmackDown won in the pre-show is because they uh, scored high in the exit polls. With an actual low (laughs) answer. And it got him the fuck out of here. (laughs) That's amazing. <laughs> wow. I just thought that was weird. Like, like, no team. I mean, I mean, nobody won, but, yeah. That's the only thing I can really think of for that. Because, I mean, I didn't watch Raw SmackDown. He's on, like, maybe it's a storyline they're going with with this, or they're going to push it. I mean, not enough um, of a storyline for, for my liking. Like I said, they gave, you know, Ronda and, you know, that that's just there. Even, even Brian Brock, like, you know, you know, Drake will text me at, during the Brock Bryant intros and go, Brock tapping tonight. <laughs> as much as as much as I wanted to be like, I'm with you. You know, I was yeah, like no Drake. Like that's uh, that's a want, man. That's a serious want, not a not a. That's there's no common sense to what you're talking. <laughs> Damn. Right, I'll say like I didn't ca- I didn't call in last week anything, but I won't say like how I'm like, how I mean the like how big Becky Lynch's balls are to show up. To, it's just to show up on Raw by herself backstage, take out Ronda Rousey, and then walk from the back through the through Gorilla on stage with her music playing like towards like the Raw women roster. You know, before the SmackDown women showed up, I'm like I'm like this. Like she really is like the man. Like you come That's up the on the other show by yourself. Yeah, you come on the other show by yourself backstage against Ronda Rousey, trying to break her arm. Like she has no fear. Like I just thought that that was awesome when she did that. Yeah, it was an amazing visual just all the way through. You hate that it's marred. You hate that like what produced the best part of the visual. You hate that that led to injury. But yeah, it was just that was a a fantastic thing that they couldn't account for. Maybe they get lucky and end up making them more money, but yeah, like what a vision! Amazing. Right. And like she came like from the stage. It's not like she broke her. I mean, she like a tap run that came through the crowd. She came like through the stage, like where everyone pretty much can see her. Like, you know, it's not like she's like she beat her up and runs somewhere and show up somewhere else. No, she she takes the way that everyone that she gets the most visibility from from. And nobody like no one touched her. Like, no. Yeah. I want to say what. Sorry. I said nobody wants their smoke from her. They don't want them from right. her. Right. Right. Who, also, who – I'm not sure we, if you guys mentioned this before, if it's been mentioned before, but what – who you say was the last biggest star that Vince made that the crowd accepted? Because it seems like the best stories and the best characters are, are usually, have, been the peop, have been the people that WWE hasn't been pushing, but the crowd wants them to push, like Becky – Daniel Bryan, um, I guess who else? Uh, I guess I guess Dean to an to an extent. Like I mean, I guess a couple of years ago, um, I won't say it's Cena in a way, but because Roman, I mean, Roman wasn't really accepted by the by the fans, but I guess Cena. I don't know. I guess he was. I don't know. Even like, I feel like even with Stone Cold, events created him, but I know 
you listen to Stone Cold, he mentions how he had a lot of input in, in that. And, I, and Stone Cold, I don't think that really was supposed to happen either until it happened. So, so I'm saying, like, um, who, like... Let me ask you this. Um, does it have to be somebody who was... Somebody, excuse me, sorry. Somebody who was created by him or... Or somebody who yeah, was yeah. pushed by him on the main roster. Because I think you got to give him credit for AJ Styles. Even though we knew who he was before. No. Like, AJ Styles was, like, pushed as a main eventer from the moment he got there. Um, right. Yeah. But I um, as far as, like, no, no, agreed, agreed. Um, so as far as, like, I mean... So let me. Do, do WWE fans know who Seth Rollins was? Because I, I feel like his his rise was organic. Um, yeah, I mean, Braun there. Like I, I know that I'm reaching based on the nature. Like, and, and you're right. This is me saying like, I agree with you. Most of the people who end up getting over as main eventers, they did something kind of on their own, or it was kind of stumbled upon. Like. I don't think the yeah. Becky Lynch thing was on purpose, even though, like, I'm, I'm the one that always says that's a story that's been playing out for two years, that the storyline's been found. Right. I don't think it was supposed to lead to this, but the story specifically is is the catalyst for all this, because people were very much invested in what she was. Um, yeah, I, that's a tough one. Um, I would say, yeah. AJ had a name before, but AJ was pushed as a main eventer and treated as such. Um, I don't know. Was it the like? Well, Drew? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, with the last, I'm sorry, the last biggest star that they created. Because I'm thinking, I'm thinking maybe The Rock, maybe. Don't you think like the biggest star yeah. that the WWE created that was accepted by the fans? Yeah, I mean, Cena, Orton, Batista, I think, are three. Um, we're all well, I guess Batista, yeah. Not I know beforehand. Yeah, I mean, I mean Randy right. Orton, too, though. You know, like, Randy Orton was, but but again, yeah. I, I acknowledge that Randy Orton has always been a number two to whoever was on top. Like, right. maybe, like, for that, for that month in 2004, when he beat Benoit, like he was that guy, but that, that's it. Um, hmm. <laughs> yeah, you're not you're not wrong. I gotta I'm I'm reaching, but you are not off at, at all. Right. Okay. I thought I heard what you said. What you were saying about Bell? No, I'm here. <laughs> I don't, okay. Uh, <laughs> I was what you were saying about Bellatine, how he like uses Hulk moves and don't uh, acknowledge him. That sort of reminded me of. I'm not sure you guys were like a few months back. I'm not sure I, like I try to word it the best I can or like try to remember everything that happened. But so what's his name? Uh, Sam Smith, the singer. He he was on. He was like somewhere like on a yacht somewhere and like he was on some app being recorded and they were playing a Michael Jackson song and he was like. I don't like Michael Jackson music, but this is a good song, and a lot of people got mad at him and stuff like this. Like, how, how are you gonna be disrespectful and stuff like that? No, and people would defend him also. But I want people was like, well, I, I see how people feel because like you're like, sorry. 
I'm just saying, how's that disrespectful? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't like this, but I don't like this particular act. But, but this one thing that they do, I appreciate. Like, that's just what you feel about that fucking thing. Like, good lord, how's that disrespectful? It's not like he was like bitch ass, Mike well, punk ass, people, you know, whatever. Not that people, I think people like how, because you, you know, Samson he mostly sings, I guess, sort of kind of R and B soul pop and stuff. Like, I go because like you're like. And you're like in this genre that Michael Jackson helped create, and like it, yeah. I think people like you sort of so? just want to be, being disrespectful. Yeah, he's not like, obligated to like Michael fucking Jackson because Michael Jackson did it before him. No, no, no. I, I said you don't have to like him, but I said you don't have to like him. But I'm sorry, go ahead. Gets to be like yeah, Sam Smith. Gets to be soulful white boy because I don't even know who Sam Smith is. There's a bunch of white people that R&B and soul was good. No, you're you're right. Um. In the same vein, like Bill the Team Dream, uh, you know, co opting. But Bill I mean, Bill the Team's case, though, Hulk is, Hulk is trash, though. I mean, you, I mean, Bill the Team Dream is, is black. Hulk is probably a bigot. So, I mean, I, I understand him. So I don't have no problem with Bill, what Bill the Team did. But I'm saying, yeah. like, if you're going to sing what sort of what. It, if it was for Michael Jackson, there's a good chance that. Maybe Sam Smith wouldn't be where he is. You know, he helped create what where music is today. So, so my thing, so my thing was like, I thought thing where people was like, don't, don't be, you don't have to like Mark Jeff, but, but no respect what he did. But for he didn't say genre and stuff like that. No. Just, just using the quote that, not, that you said. Yeah, you're not wrong, but but this would be like my challenge and stuff like that is always like, look, uh. The founding fathers created democracy. Nigga, fuck the founding fathers. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you're you're not wrong. Mm. Michael Jackson is the one. Like, if if it was like a temptation song, and he was like, yo, this kind of song, I don't want to talk about temptation like that. Then it's like, yo, what is temptation to you? Well, Michael Jackson is like a, a known weirdo, so like he's kind of. But then it does get into like a black white. It's the Sam Smith thing is I think is a bit more layered than the Hulk Hogan thing because there's still a direct lineage yeah. between what Hulk Hogan yeah. does and what wrestling is and you right. can specifically point to why you don't talk with Hulk Hogan without you being not true to your fan base. Like but but no, there's a yeah. very good parallel that you brought up. I, I agree with that. I think that um I think that by Velveteen dismissing him He's lucky because Sam Smith is Sam Smith when that when the red light goes on in the booth and when he's out buying groceries. He doesn't get to stop being Sam Smith. Velveteen Dream gets to be right. Patrick Clark twenty hours a day. You know yeah. what I mean? So he can do that in character right. and us be able to dismiss it. It's harder for Sam Smith because he's still, you know, the the tall what? hobbit in Lord of the Rings right. at the end of the day. Yeah. Right. Somebody, I know somebody was like, what um, so what if he said, what if he, what if he said he doesn't like Prince music? People like, oh, he would have got banned real quick. Oh yeah, oh yeah, no, <laughs> fuck him. Like, like all other design, you can't not like Prince. This is get you the fuck out of here. What is wrong with you? Wait, what music? I know somebody mentioned Prince. If he would have said, I don't like Prince music. Prince, Prince, Prince. Oh, Prince, Prince, Prince. Prince. Yeah, and somebody was like, yeah, if he said he didn't like Prince music, he would have got banned real quick. <laughs> and I know and somebody also, was like, somebody was like, I, mm-hmm. no, I'm just saying, this is, you got to be careful with this, because this is, 
Travis Brown. I mean, I like Michael over Prince. R&B. So he's kind of like, well, I, you know, just, just, just remember that as you have this combo. Travis is not the R&B guy. Oh, that is absolutely true. He's not worth in our case, no, no, no. Yeah. I was the, I was the seventeen year old that would have the girl that would have the girl over, you know, like you know, company girl company, and you know, and I would have to go in my mom's CD rack and get a Lauryn Hill CD or some shit because if it was up to if it was up to my collection, it'd be, you know, Wu Tang or Nine Inch Nails or whatever the fuck I was listening to in nineteen ninety seven. So yeah, and that his last uh, you know. Still to this day, I don't have. I thought uh, you very many R and B albums. Travis, I thought you were gonna say. Travis, I thought you were gonna say I had a girl over there. I put your tip drill or something. <laughs> uh, oh well, that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I could probably. Also, my thing was like. You got it. No, I was like, my thing was like, you don't see people like like Darius Rucker, you know, the black country singer. He don't say stuff like, I don't like, name some older white country singer. Because he knows that, I feel like he knows, like, as being a black man in the country music, you have to be more cautious of things you say kind of thing. Yeah. I also, also mentioned that was like, somebody also mentioned that was like, I mean, I don't, I, I like anime, but I don't, what's that? I like anime, but I don't uh, care about Dragon Ball Z. Am I wrong for that? Now, and someone's like, well, I mean, if you're a Christian, how can you like God and but not like Jesus? Because you know Dragon Ball Z. I mean, also for me, Dragon Ball Z is one of the reasons. You know, Dragon Ball Z is one of the reasons that no anime no, is Dragon big in, in this country. At least. No, I'm just saying. You know, I feel like is, a lot. Of, what is with me? Like, a lot of people. What if you pray to God, right? Let's say you pray to God, but uh-huh. then you was also like mm-hmm. on them hoes heavy, and then the hoes left you to go walk around with Jesus. I would not like Jesus either. I get it. <laughs> Like you was you was knocking no. Mary Magdalene's head in, but she want to go rock with Jesus. <laughs> You'd be like, wait a minute, wait a minute, guy. Yeah, I, I dig it. I like both of them. They're cool. Right, but but like no, Dragon Ball Z. At least for me, like Dragon Ball Z is the reason that I'm I was got into anime because it was like pretty much the first anime I was, you know, me too exposed to, Absolutely. and then after that it built, you know, it built. So it's like, how can you? Not like the reason that you like the genre, you know. Yeah, no, no, things, you're you're but... right. You you know you're right. I, I think that um, kind of the flip side to it, like you again, you're bringing up a great example. Darius Rucker has to toe the line in order to maintain right. a country fan base. Sam Smith can say fuck y'all niggas, and you yeah. know white women who only like white men singing R&B will still buy his shit. So it's not perfectly safe. Right. Um, I think that like Velveteen is lucky that the person that he's like quote unquote ripping off is somebody in wrestling. It's trash. Where color doesn't matter until it matters. It's, it's okay. Different. Right. Um, yeah. So, so it's just expanding on the on the you know, religion uh, analogy. So, like Jesus. And if you're comparing Jesus to Dragon Ball, it was there. There were, if you have, you know, if you do your homework, there was plenty of, you know, stuff before, <laughs> before. But people treat Dragon yeah. Ball Z as if it was, you know, it started everything. 
Okay, no, no, no. There's a history. There's okay. thousands of years before this guy. There's a bunch of shows. There's plenty of movies. There's, you know, like I came up on Akira and Three Times Three Eyes or Three by Three Eyes, and you know, no, nineteen ninety movie movie rental stuff, whatever was available then. And that was when I was into it. I uh, and it was called Japanimation. I don't want to be the old man back in my day. Right. Um, but when it started getting called anime, oh, 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 and by 95, I was, oh, Ronin Warriors was my shit, too. But I was very limited and picky with oh, yeah, the, that was the yeah, Ronin anime and yeah. stuff that I watched. Not, but the, not you, watch you are old. Let's keep going. Yeah. Damn. Um, summer 95, <laughs> man. So, so good. So many reasons. Um, and Ronin Warriors is a part of it. Ronin Warriors. Um, so yeah, so when I hear like Dragon Ball Z stuff, like, because I don't, because I don't watch, never watched it, the stuff I have watched, it looked pretty ridiculous, you know, like, y'all having this conversation in the air, y'all supposed to be fighting, like, if y'all fight, oh, they don't know how the half hour's over, and I gotta fucking watch tomorrow, how dare you, that shit like that, like, made me go, fuck this show, like, early, like, I never really, and then it's a lot, it's a lot, it's a lot, it's so layered, and, like, you really have to, no, like, dra- like, like Doctor Who in that sense. Like, Dragon- so many different versions and shit. No, I say Dragon Ball Z as in Dragon Ball Z is like sort of the, I don't know, what's the word, the bell? So, like, the reason, like, in, I think middle it's school, like, late elementary school, middle school, it's Dragon Ball Z was everywhere. Yeah. yeah, there you go, there you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> no, if I didn't watch Ronin Warriors, too, I know what you're talking about. I'm not sure if I watched that before Dragon Ball Z or after, but I do remember watching Ronin Warriors and stuff. But also with that, um, so which is there a? I feel like wrestling is different. I mean, I mean, of course it's different. But just say someone like Ronda Rousey, is there any wrestler that you can that you probably say is if another person that came into the company from somewhere else like Ronda Rousey, if she said I don't like such and such, is there any wrestler that you think could like get her in trouble? Because I, I feel like there really isn't any, unless it's like uh, maybe Bruno. But so can you wait, wait, wait? So so. Uh, ask the question one more time because I felt like I had an answer before I had the question. Um, so, what about her Is there like a about who? No, about about her. I'm, I'm listening to the question. No, I'm just saying like someone like running around. She came in from a different sport. If she would, if she comes into wrestling, I mean she's in wrestling now. So if she starts saying that I don't like this wrestler, like is there any wrestler in the history of wrestling that she could say I don't like this person and she would be like. And people just like, oh hell no, you you're not doing that. I feel like there's no uh, wrestling, like wrestling. Like, I feel like there's no one, maybe unless it's like Bruno, but other than that, I don't think. You know, it's there's funny. really anyone before. If we were like three weeks before Evolution, I would have said Trish Stratus. But oh, like, yeah. I I would have said Trish, but I feel like that's changed. Um, because I don't feel like. Trish necessarily holds up in a way that demands that same level of respect at this point. Um, right. Huh. Yeah, it would either be, it would be like Austin or Mankind, you know, Foley or something. If she said, yeah, I just never really, I just never got the, you know, the flipping people off and the stuff. It just was, it just seemed disrespectful and rude to do that to your boss. <laughs> Could you imagine? Like, people are like, you can't shut your dumb ass. <laughs> You know, or she just said, you know, I, I, just always, 
Well, well, hold up. And she just like, you know, Mick Foley always seemed kind of like a slob, and, you know, he didn't take his craft seriously, or, you know, these people would be like, get the fuck out of our face. Uh, yeah. around it, like, but wasn't uh, that Mick Foley? Wasn't his craft meaning to say? What if Daniel Bryan, and this was going back to, to the original, uh, the, the Sam Smith thing, um, what if Daniel Bryan, as a pro wrestler, said, and as somebody that directly the line could be drawn, said, I don't like, I don't, I never really liked Bret Hart growing up. You know, like, it seems like it would, it's kind of counterintuitive to say, like, oh, but you're such a technical, you know, wrestler, and he would seem like, he, yeah, but he was boring, he did the same moves over and over again. Like, if he made a the, the, the argument that sometimes made for Bret Hart, that his shit was just, you know, it was the same shit over and over again, and, and you know, drawn out and, and plotting at times. Um, would people, would people, there's no race thing, there's no Sam Smith, Michael Jackson kind of thing, but would, would there, be, there be an aspect of uh, wrestling fans that would go, you know, like how could, you know, like that just wouldn't understand how a wrestler the size and skill set of Brian would just go, nope, I thought, always thought Bret Hart was, he was good, but he was overrated and, you know, repetitive, whatever, the things that, the arguments that have been made about Bret Hart's style and shit over the years. Um, would that get a reaction? In that, I think in that case, then the next question would be then, then if it, if not Brett, then who? No, no, no. I, I think like people would give Ryan a total pass because number one, they'd go if oh oh well, yeah, isn't isn't uh who's legendary white R and B or so you know soul singer? I'm not gonna say Michael. Don't say Michael <laughs> McDonald either. Uh, but if that quality guy, five-year-old, you know, guy that was doing it in the seventies and shit, if he says it, you know, I don't like Michael Jackson. And it's like, ah, you know, he's old head, you know, he, you know. But you know, Sam Smith, I assume he's a young, you know, newer, newer act because I've never heard of him. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think it's probably, it's probably, like probably from a, from a younger technical wrestler saying, yeah, I never liked you know, Bret Hart or, or Ric Flair or whatever they were, whatever, you know, Brian would get a pass because people would go, well, if anybody would know, it would be that guy. And I got to respect his opinion. Uh, uh, you know, so, yeah. But I think there would be Bret Hart stands that would be like, how dare you? And be all up in arms that they're not bowing, that he's not bowing down to the legend of Bret Hart. I, I agree with you. I think he'll get a pass too. The answer is Triple H. Also, like Daniel, isn't it? <laughs> sorry. The answer is Triple H. That's the one she can't do that to. Maybe Undertaker, but it's Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much it's, all I have. It's, it's Shane. It's 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 Chris Shane gets to do these spots nobody else gets to do. That's who it is. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right, Marcus. Good stuff. That's pretty much out there. Appreciate it. Indeed. Marcus from D.C., everybody. Let's, uh, you know what, before we move on, let's uh, take this time to let Cam get a full-throated plug-in for your activities and podcasts and whereabouts. Cam? Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Uh, plug your your stuff. 
everything that you do, what, why people and, okay. and where they can listen to you and other places. Yeah. So, um, yeah, when, when I'm not doing this fantastic thing with Travis every week, I'm doing uh, South Congress podcast, which is uh, me and some of my closest buddies, um, most regularly my man Peanut, just talking about what's going on in the world um, between pop culture, music, sports, um, the conversation always tends to veer to sex and relationships, maybe because we're men of a certain age. Um, but, yeah, we do that every week. You can hear us on uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. Um, depending on the week, you can see an episode on YouTube. So, yeah, South Congress podcast, uh, South Congress with a K. Um, outside of that, you know, um, sometimes – last week was the week for me and Trav. Um, hear us both on the Wade Keller Pro Wrestling Post Show, covering Raw and SmackDown. Um, it's never going to come together like that ever again, Travis. That was like the perfect week. It was really good. Um, we had, but yeah. had similar weeks where the three of us, like me, you on Monday, Tuesday, and sure. Rick on a Wednesday. So we've had the trifecta. I mean, it might not have been on like such a yeah. newsworthy. That's okay. Yeah. That much week. news in one week. It was kind of crazy. Um, and also, like if you're listening to this, and I'll plug it, um, more as time goes on, but the Bards, you should keep that in mind. Um, it's this new web series that I'm going to be in, uh, kind of modern update to Shakespeare stuff. If you like the romantic lovey-dovey stuff, I'm doing that. So, yeah, doing a little bit of everything when I can. All right, let's uh... – Go back to some phone calls, 347-202-0103. About 20 minutes left in the official show. Get get in line. Let's go to 312. 312, who's this and where are you from? What up? Three one two. Oh, Sean from Chicago. Sean, I had myself muted. Sorry. Oh, there you go. There you go. About to get banged in. Hello? Yeah, yeah. Who's yeah. this from Chicago? <laughs> Sean, Sean from Chicago, man. Oh, I had myself okay. muted. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah I want to yeah, thank you. I don't you introduce myself. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. I don't introduce huh? myself as Travis from Philadelphia. Like, if I called the show, like, I'm in, in Austin. Why wouldn't you? Because I'm in, I live in Austin now. What the fuck? I, I, I mean, wait, you do? You're showing from Chico. Oh, well, no, look, nigga, no, I'm from Chicago. That's what you're going to hear. Well, showing from Chicago, I got a 312 number. Doesn't matter oh, if I'm sure. living in Chico, California. I got California. a 215 number, motherfucker. Showing from Chico, everybody. Well, that's wait, what wait, what's, look, what's on your mind, showing from Chico? Oh, my Chico. goodness. <laughs> okay, Chico, California. Get it right, then. Chico, I, I, well, I want to thank you for laughing. at this bitch, right? That's what we. That's, right. yeah. It might be a Chico, Wyoming. I don't know. No, I mean, no, no. Joke. He was like fucking eight in Wyoming. So camps were Wyoming. Why not? Since that's how it is now. Why not Chico, Wyoming? Then let's confuse the shit out of everybody. Uh, anyway, what's all you buy? Well, uh, no, I, no. I want to thank you for the uh, uh, for the time you gave me last week, man. That actually really uh, helped a ton of people. Uh, just trying to diversify where all the money and stuff comes from. A lot of a lot of that stuff's pretty much over with. I know some people that came home. So, thanks again for the time you gave me. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, so Miz is going babyface, 
But what do you think about him taking the silly route getting there? Like, he's losing to jobbers. Like, we don't even know these guys' names. Well, something I know their names. Brothers. I don't know about you. I know my family. I mean, something Bryant. What was the dude's name he lost to? Dane, uh, Dane Bryant. What do you mean? Definitely the Bryant. Okay, so why did he lose were to him? But we're brothers. But we're brothers. Oh, I don't know. I don't care. I ain't, think, I don't, I ain't think about Miz. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> no, but you're so right. I don't like to these guys, coach. though. And that's, and that's why I don't give a fuck. Like, it's just, I don't understand why he's so obsessed with being with hanging out with Shane, you know, that kind of, you know, like, what, what are they doing? Why is he, like, I'm waiting for him to, like, turn on him. I'm like, is he going to, like, beat Shane up or something? Like, is this leading to? I think Shane's going to turn on him. Shane's going to turn oh. on him. They're going to tag for a little bit, and Shane's probably going to beat the shit out of him. Uh, but, but, like, I, I get what they're doing. They're kind of doing with me is what they did with, um, with Seth, it looked like. You know how Seth wasn't a baby face when he came back? He was just this guy. That got all the perks, and but only Miz isn't in that. He isn't that guy, and he's trying to be that guy. But I mean, I, just, I don't understand how he's supposed to work it as, as a top babyface. This is a dude that everybody wanted to have the title for a while, and now he's losing the jobbers. I wasn't everybody. I mean, what? what, what, what I mean, it's the same thing with Cian Almas. Like, you think they're just waiting for Cian Almas to? Um, for uh, Selena Vega to get back, or or are they just holding him off till they find something to do with him because he's losing like crazy too. Yeah, he is. But I don't know. I didn't even know Vega was was out. Yeah, Wait, I um, just dumbass like Curtis. No, no, she but she can't wrestle though because uh, she she's not like. Clear to wrestle because Nia Jax uh, hurt her at that in the Evolution. Well, damn. Yep, gave her a concussion. Jesus Christ, Nia. Yeah, she's kind of shitty at her job. You know, it's, it's weird. You know, when you do a shitty job at your job, you should lose it. But I'm not advocating that because this is a different kind of job. But like, I mean, you at least get demoted or something. You know, it's just, it's weird, but. Instead, she actually is going to get a main event push anyway, even harder. So, whatever, though. I, I, I think that stuff, you could take all that stuff now and take all the good that comes with it, but when it backfires, it's going to be really bad, really bad. Like, I mean, how how do we know 10 years from now people even know her or give a shit, you know? Look at how Jake the Snake Roberts fell off. I mean, it's Jake the Snake Roberts. Nobody thought he was going to be a crackhead, but, like, I'm just saying, you know, everything ain't got to be great. Just because it's great right now, you know. Uh, another thing. Um, well, he's going to be a crackhead. Mm. I mean, you don't. You don't. I mean, she. You know, there's plenty of mayors that smoke crack and stuff like that. I mean, Marion Barry was a crackhead and he got his job back as mayor. Anyway, that, uh, bit, that <clears throat> bitch set him up. And he was still smoking crack. You got to get. You got to be a crackhead to get set up. Smoking crack. The bitch set, oh, oh, bitch set oh, him up. Yeah, bitch set me up. Yeah, no, that's what I <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> no, I remember the tape. Um, so, so with Lars, um, do they just push him the same way they did Braun, or does he get a title? Does he get like the IC title and just kind of hold on to it like Dean did for a while, or where do they go with Braun? Like, does he even? 
does he get a feud with somebody that means anything, or is it just feed everybody to him? I I don't know. I mean, I think that's a, that's going to be a part of the intrigue is seeing how they book him. I think I think he's pushed like Braun. If I had to pick, I think he gets pushed like like Braun with minus the flipping stuff over one because it's Braun's thing and uh, and t- yeah, just really just just that that would just be a hack corny you know thing to just redo that. Oh. I, I I think of Braun as more of a Kane than I do um, Andre the Giant. I know Cam say he's the Andre, the new Andre. I think Brock is the new Andre because uh, if, if Andre right. the Giant, but keep going. If, if, if Andre was the uh, if Andre the Giant was super healthy or in his prime or whatever, he wouldn't have been dropping shit to Hogan like that. But Cena being the new Hogan definitely doesn't have uh, Brock Lesnar's number. So I, I, I think I think in terms of the monsters, I think that's why him and Kane had that beef. I think in terms of monsters uh, and characters, I think of Bray Wyatt as the new Undertaker, or at least he could have been. He still could be. I think he's his character is good enough or he's talented enough to revive whatever character that is. And Braun coming out of that camp, you know, as this silent dude that really didn't even say anything, I see him more as a cane. So who do you see Lars as? Like a, a, a gold dust, maybe? And that sounds weird, but gold dust always had these little weird things. You know, on the mic, he was a little weirder. He was eccentric. So is Lars. Yeah. No. No. Um, <laughs> I Giving him all the, you know, before seeing him on the main roster, so the sky's the limit. You know, because, you know, what if in six months, eight months, a year from now, we're, you know, we're not talking about, hey, is he, is he uh, Kane or is he Undertaker or is he this? What if we're like, is he Snitsky or Nathan Jones? <laughs> like, we don't want to be having Nathan Jones, man. Nobody's huh? Nathan Jones. Not even, not, nobody's Nathan Jones. That's definitely the worst wrestler I've ever seen in WWE history. Nobody worse than Nathan Jones. Not one. Not even really? James Ellsworth. What about Tell me Whatever the giant guy nope, was. No, nope, not even close. Not even close. He looked much better. Everything. It's weird. And he was terrible. But Nathan Jones was a light years. No, no, no. I mean, I'm not trying to cape for or defend Nathan Jones. They took him out of that match at WrestleMania. Right. Then when he was tagging with Undertaker, right. like, like he was, he was, was garbage. Like, you know, yeah. but. He was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, Nathan Jones. I think he's the worst wrestler that ever ever debuted in WWE, Man. and it's not even. I don't know who a second close one is. I um, do you remember when he came? What out? about Mason? When he what came about, out? What about Mason? Uh, Mason something Little or something? Mason? Dude, that was Little in NXT. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. 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 Yeah, he was he was all right. I mean, he wasn't great. Nah, yeah. Tanara Con- uh, Conti looks like Kurt Angle next to Nathan Jones to me. I ain't even yeah. lying. Do <laughs> you remember the the, the 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 videos they would do for Nathan Jones? Like he was the hottest shit ever, and then yeah, he debuted. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, well, who the fuck is this? And he was just terrible. He was terrible. Yeah. Like. 
I, he he wasn't even as good as Heidenreich was. I like Heidenreich though. Yeah, or, again, these are all capable, capable wrestlers yeah. though. Like Heidenreich, as much as whatever yeah. you want to say, clown him, his gimmick, whatever. Like he was a capable wrestler. No, 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 no. He was, he was. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. I but I'm saying if, so if Nathan Jones was as bad, and I think I'm like remembering that, I think I blocked it out, or I let the hype and the visual <laughs> of what he looks like kind of cloud how it was a combination of both he was terrible dude he couldn't it was like he stepped in the ring for the first fucking time and i had never seen that before i was like damn uh he he is all the business i was at the i was at the raw where with the, the the infamous jackie gator match i was there so and that's different no 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 she had the her first match, and I think it was the tag match, and Trish was in it, and it was just the oh, yeah. hot. Damn, she missed, at, like, literally, if she did 10 spots in the match, or not even spots, but, like, um, just sequences, she botched eight of them. Like, nah, I would, I, <laughs> that, that was her botched percentage. <laughs> she, was, she had a 20% success rate in, in pulling off moves. I'm talking about basic shit, like trying to, t- you know, twist somebody's arm, like just like, yeah. went the wrong way. Just horrible, every aspect of it. <laughs> and, but again, she's a woman wrestling in 2003. That was, a, a, right. you know, her value uh, to, you know, they didn't put together six yeah, weeks worth of vignettes. Uh, uh, yeah, hyphen that's, that's Jackie fucking data. She won a damn, or came runner-up in a damn contest, bikini contest, essentially. So Nathan I, Jones I, was blocking, staring, acknowledging, <laughs> and he was looking the wrong way. <laughs> Nathan Jones was blinking and looking the wrong they, way, doing stare down. He was terrible. <laughs> yeah, that nigga was terrible. He was all sorts of terrible. He was degrees of terrible. No, I didn't happen, but damn, that's how okay, bad he was. He was botch. Uh, he could botch his stare. <laughs> No, uh, no, uh, so y'all was talking about overrated, uh, you know, if somebody said a wrestler was overrated. Now, I got a homie who loves y'all, by the way, loves the show. He loves you, Rich, Cam. He loves, he loves everybody, Wade, too. And he says, and I, and I value the shit out of his opinion, but he says Shawn Michaels is the most overrated wrestler in WWE history. That's what he, it's straight face to me, too. I don't, I mean, what do you do when somebody says that? Yeah, that's just the wrong. Like Shawn Michaels is a lot of things, but overrated isn't one of them. Like nobody now, puts him on their Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Like he's always like the outside looking in, as far as like the, you know, when you start thinking of, uh, you know, like I did the Hogan, Backlund, Bruno, the, you know, yeah. Austin. Like eh, Michaels is always yeah. kind of like, and he's always paired with Brett. It's Michaels. It's like that Michaels Brett bridge. It has to be from, same era. You know, same Hogan era. To Austin. They, yeah. it's, that's how he's treated. Like so Hogan and let me. He's not overrated. That's, Stone Cold that's, and The Rock for me, I have to pair them too, because I think it's unfair for them to have two different slots. I'm not, I mean, because they were paired together. No, like that's unfair to attach somebody to him, because that was all him. I, like, period. The only, I mean, the reason I do it is because they were just so tied. They literally were tied together. And I, it's unfair it, to, to 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 Rock to put that on yeah. to to. To, yeah, no, nah, that's that's. I don't. I mean, think I'm that's, cheating that's, so I can save a spot for my Rushmore. Okay, can I cheat? Gee, can't have a no, two headed. Uh, can't have a two headed uh, alien person on your Mount Rushmore trying to get extra heads in there. So, oh. 
So, yeah, I, I, I heard you talking about Ronin Warriors, too, man. I got everyone, even Lord Topa, even Lord Topa in the white armor. I got every single Ronin Warrior except Deus, and that was my favorite one. I don't know if you how much you remember about Roman Ronin Warriors, though. I don't even remember the name. <laughs> okay. I like the Damn. orange one. We like to eat a lot. Okay, Kento. Kento of the Hard Rocks, and actually the dude he was fight was Deus. That was the dude, Lord of Illusion or whatever. Okay. Yeah, nigga, I remember the fuck out of it. I'm gonna tell you like this. <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, I, he's the only one I didn't have. And how about Lord Topa being the only '80s or, or early '90s villain back in the day that wasn't a complete fucking buffoon? Unlike Cobra Commander, I guess maybe I can let Destro slide, but Cobra Commander, Skeletor, all those '80s and early '90s dummies. Right, right. You know, like you, you are no, well, Thundercats were idiots too. They caught him. I remember oh. I posted this on the gram. They caught him, and it was like, "Get out of here, Mumra! You rap scout, and basically right. like you learn your, you know, you yeah. try this again, and we'll take you down again." Like, man, cut his head off. What are you doing? You gonna just let him go? <laughs> and then he flies off and is like, oh, "I'll get you next time, Thundercats!" Like, oh my god, no, you're what right. garbage. I was like, I, of course, that, I was in first grade watching this thinking it was good. So, you know, with this idiot seven-year-old or whatever. But, wow, it's just terrible. Like, just storytelling. It was just yeah. like like the homie that, that made everything out of everything. I was watching it, like, when I got when I first got to Austin. I didn't have cable for, like, two it weeks. It was Gilligan's so, Island, dog. <laughs> I had the whole series. So I'm watching, and, and, and Panthro was like, where are you getting these supplies? Like, where's he getting something to make an axle to build? He got his car jumps. It can jump over this chasm, but he just he built it out of what rocks and fucking. Well, okay, well no, he actually he was getting a lot no, he of stuff from his ship. Whatever, the crash, the ship. Yeah, still, yeah, yeah. He repurposed that. That's still, right. He didn't no. make it out of fucking dust. Like he know, built a castle and a bullet. fucking tank out of a ship. It was straight up Gilligan's Island, man. Think about how many, remember they were marooned on this planet and how many yeah. niggas was on the planet and they thought it was uninhabited. Like it was just nothing but people on that planet. Nothing right. but, and I don't know how Mama Rene... You can't, you can't land in fucking Arkansas and be like, ain't nobody all on Earth, because this one town in Arkansas is abandoned. I guess nobody's here. What, how, what kind of dumb shit is that? How Star Wars, how, how, how Lucas, George Lucas not suit him up with them robot burbles that were clearly uh, uh, those bears from Star Wars. I don't know why I can't think of their names, but uh, they were Wookie. clearly rip-offs. No, not Wookiees, the other ones, the, the bears, oh. the other... Thing. Wookiees were fucking bears. No, Wookiees was the, well, the the little bears, the koala bears, whatever you want to call them. They were in uh, Return of the Jedi. Fam, oh, Cam dropped off. You're talking about fucking Wookiees, man. I don't even know. I okay, hate fucking Star Wars, and I know that they're. What are the other? What are the other? It's not Wookiees. It's the other ones, dude. It's the bear bear thing. Anyway. Cam, anyway. you know what this what he's talking about? See? Am I on now? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're on. Okay. Were you trying what to talk to something? Sean talking about? I was I was listening. No, what? Oh, don't do me like that. Y'all niggas was don't do me like Marmara, that. 
And then y'all were talking about rookies. I don't know what's going on, but I will say this. Um, I don't see how Sean Michaels can be overrated, just like Travis said, when he's not in the Mount Rushmore conversation because people acknowledge how good he was in the ring, and it stops there. And I think that when you look at his very best matches, they have to exist up there. When you look at, uh, you know, his matches with Brett, when you look at his matches with Taker, when you look at Monday Night Raw, Shelton Benjamin, one of the biggest Monday Night Raw moments ever, um, Shawn Michaels is one of the very best ever in a WWE ring. If if you say he's overrated because he don't look like he can fight, then that's okay. Then we're having a conversation. But no, I, I don't think that for his time, Shawn Michaels was the best in the ring twice. I don't know who else can say that. Like, like Shawn Michaels, I mean, what, what, whatever you think of, like, uh, end, of year, end of year awards and that kind of thing, like, he was in match of the year, like, seven six years, times. Out of, <laughs> six times in, like, yeah. eight, ten years. Yeah. You know, it was just, like, fam, like, with a variety of, of, of opponents. Yeah. Like and he's still like you said ain't really in nobody's Mount Rushmore except like big yeah, we, really we, yeah. fans of it. Like you can't be. I, mean, I don't I, feel like you can be overrated if we can objectively point to things you did better than everybody else. Like Shawn Michaels. And when you can say, when you can point to well he was he's literally not promoted as as you know hard as X Y and Z. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think he pushed he him get behind him like, like oh, he was good. I mean, I, I, I'm not, I'm not super mad at him because when, when someone says you're overrated, I mean, well, how by how much though? You know, if you say yeah, I'm a nine, think, yes. but I think I'm a nine point three rated, are so arbitrary. Like they, those terms yeah. are just arbitrary. Like. Yeah, like, I, I think a lot of stuff's overrated, but, like, by how much, though? It's not by a whole lot, but mm-hmm. I think somebody gives it an 8 when it's a solid 7.5 to me. Like, that's not a bigger deal, but, like, like you know, like, Tim Duncan's underrated, Kobe Bryant's overrated, but they're both top 15 all time. So it's like, what are we yeah. really saying? Like, we're splitting hairs. At this e- e- exactly. Exactly. That's a very good way of putting it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm good at this. Uh, is why you my, keep me as a co-host. Last, I'm good at this. Uh, teams, uh, <laughs> the, 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 um, so, with Champa, what do you think they go with? Uh, you think Champa and Gargano team back up? Maybe not as DIY, uh, yeah. but maybe they get a new name. But you think I, they team I, back I, up and I, get I the think, titles? I, or do they go to two or five lives? Yeah, no. I, I think down the line, and and within the next six months, sometime probably, they they do tag back up, or somehow, you know, for some reason, um, are in a six man together or whatever. But I don't think it's anything per, uh, permanent. Like where are. they get it. There you go. Let me ask oh, you yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're absolutely yeah. right. Because when I was saying, I, you, I, mean, I was trying, I thought about it. Look, I look when I was saying. I was thinking, I was looking and thinking about those ugly fucking Ewok bucks. But, yes, I was totally wrong there. Ezekiel Elliott. Very, very loudly wrong. Um, No, it's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not yelling. I'm just saying. Ewok assholes. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was literally looking it up while you were talking, but I thought of it. I was like, yeah, I got it. So, sorry. 
But no. So who do you think gets the? Who do you get the? Uh, my last question is: uh, Who do you think gets the tag a uh, tag division first, two hundred five live or the women? The women. Yeah. 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 No, I, I think it's um, really quick. Both. I'm just and Sean, not to. Yeah. No, sure, but not to get off your last point. Um, I I really think that if I'm in charge of the NXT money, the the money match WrestleMania weekend is Gargano Champa. And that's it. Yeah. Even if they've done it yeah. like that, somehow I think you have to get to that. So even if they find common ground, somebody has to flip a switch. Um, I, I think that's what the money like? is. Um, uh, loser leaves NXT. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> well, they did. I mean, well, what like, kind of match? What kind of match? Promote somebody afterward. I, I think straight up match. I don't think you do it. I don't think you get too cute. I think you have a a regulation normal match, but but regulation in Brock Lesnar terms, in Triple H terms, where you can do shit. They're not going to call the bell because they want a winner. But I think you go yeah. straight up. I think maybe you could do a ladder, uh, maybe a ladder loser in, loses leaves NXT. I think, I, I mean they two they two similar right now. For I mean they both heels, they both cocky or whatever. I think maybe if you make Gargano wife Candice LeRae side with Champa, then yeah, then that'll that'll put him over the edge or make him babyface again. Maybe I don't know, but I think I think you need something in Sean, there. You're right. That's the money the way match. You treat but... women, the way you treat women under 150 pounds is egregious. You should do that. Hey, you wow. specifically. Wow. Because it's wild wow. disrespectful. Um, it's funny. Only you and I get that, and that's why it's funny. Uh, maybe Travis. Yeah. No. I was like, huh? At first, yeah, I was like, um, excuse me. I was. Like, I like that she hasn't been involved in it. I like that they haven't made somebody's wife like the deciding point in a thing like this because I think that happens way too often. I think Triple H and Jericho did it the way it should be done to where she's there but only, you know, to exist as a reason for us to be more angry, not as an actual like tug-of-war point. So I, I would like her not to do that, but... I hear you, but I, again, I think that's the money match. That's the match to build to at WrestleMania. Um, everybody else can do something, but that—that's it. And then whoever loses, you see him on the main roster the next week. Is it for the title? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Or the, um, uh, you don't give it to Dream by then? I don't. Yeah, think I was going to say that's if he's still the champion by main. I weekend. don't. Yeah, I don't think you ever give it to Dream. I don't think. I think him, Dream is champion, I think, because of the way he's presented. I, I don't like it um, because I think he's too much for anybody who's challenging him. I think that he doesn't get that. I think that his first title is like – no, not even like a mid-card title, is the Intercontinental title. And he carries that bitch for about four years. <laughs> okay, I was like – Man, you hate yeah. giving people you like titles. He's like, Braun don't need the title. Dream don't need the title. I'm like, damn, well, how do I know they're good? They never win belts. Yeah, Dream, like, yeah, Dream, Dream. They needs, gotta have a trophy uh, for about four years. My nephew needs no. all I mean, the trophies, but not not NXT. Uh, but yeah, like I, I think that once he didn't win the North American title, and he got like a world title match um, off the strength afterward. I just think you don't do that with him in NXT. I think he comes to the main roster. And that's because if you don't win a title in NXT, you don't have to lose a title in NXT. 
and he can just be kind of clean from that when he gets to the main roster. Yeah. yeah. Like, and and me, still I, have I like, some, uh, 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 be a guy that can be seen as, uh, you know, clean slate, never, you know, there's not, not a ton of, I mean, there's going to be expectation when he gets to the, to the main roster, but I think there's something uh, something about not not being a a champion that you know could could build something in your fan base. You know when you finally do uh, start you know getting in title contention uh, on the main I, roster. I, I just think that I just think that like I mean I I think if he's on SmackDown he does great. I know I know you guys talked about it earlier. If he goes to Raw, it's fucking well the writing's on there is terrible. He's gonna be a joke if he's on Raw. He's gonna be doing something with Bobby Bobby Roode, you know, and their interest in some stupid shit. But, um, yeah, I, I think they messed up with Lars, man. I think Lars going to Raw, I don't think he should take that. Like, you can almost move AOP into the role of Braun Strowman, and why not? It's two of them, so you can always divide and conquer and actually have that play out well and have oh, an investment with a tag title. Uh, I thought you were going to say have them. Since it's two of them. They can both lift up a you know a truck or uh, or something. Yeah. Right, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. They can. The the feats that Braun pulls off is easy for two of them to do. So let them do it, especially with a manager and stuff. Nah, and I, I just anybody trying to Braun do, it's going to look really corny. Like oh, they're trying to be like Braun. That's Braun's thing. I mean, they don't have to do Nobody's that. Nobody's going to be able to do that you know, for I'm just saying, 10 years after Braun's gone. Then, to, then they can redo that with somebody, maybe. No, they're never going to be able to re- actually do that again. Sort of, that's Braun, not how gimmicks usually work. And, no, what I'm you know. saying is just not, not all of the same feats, but at least, you know, if it's two of them pushing over a truck, at least I can get that. They don't need to do that now, but, like, let's say sure. – uh, after Mania or something, they do it fine, whatever, you know. But I think Lars should be the big guy because there's no big guys over on on SmackDown. You know, I, saying, yeah. I agree. You can count Sanity. That's why I thought he should be Ooh. there too. Yeah, but Killian Dane ain't shit. Nobody even knows his name huh? on SmackDown. Yeah, he gets, he's wearing well, a singlet now. Catch like I thought they would. Um, he's wearing a singlet now. Catch like I thought they would. Yeah, he. Yeah, they he can though. They should. Right, they we can got, catch catch. For sure. I'll take it easy. Love yeah. you guys. Take Talk care, Sean. All right. Before Everybody we uh, speak, by the way. Yeah, speak for yourself. Um, we're going to uh, talk to Darrell, but we're going to get Rich in on the conversation. Rich, what's happening? Not much. I'm watching your girl, Rhea Ripley, mess up some rainbow-haired chick. Damn. Hey, Rich. Yeah. Fantastic. Because um, I'm tagging you in because I do have to go. But... All right. Happy Thanksgiving, Happy Thanksgiving. You guys take care. I think that's uh I think that was a knock at Darrell, but um I'm gonna let uh I'm gonna let Cam uh, deal with that on Twitter maybe. I go oh, Darrell's Darrell. on Twitter. All right. Be good, Cam. Happy Thanksgiving. No, Cam's gone. Cam I told you, Cam jet it. He he's ain't he yeah. Oh well, he's gone. Ain't that yeah. Broke Cam deal. I'll save it for VIP, but I got people sending freaking text. So apparently all of my coworkers uh, were like, oh, yeah, Melissa's hot. <laughs> so uh, so I wasn't the only one. Well, I already knew that. But no, yeah, so I, was like, uh... I was like, look at this scumbag right here. 
one of my friends talking about how oh, you talking about my me. wife. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, yeah. I just I just showed her. I was like, well, one of my coworkers, Alyssa, is like, yeah, she is hot. He's not wrong. Right. Like, right. You're like, what are <laughs> And you show him up. You know, not that she's some old bag now, but it's like, here she is in her prime and her, you know, cheerleading and fucking, you know, solid as a rock probably from, you know, being a goddamn cheerleader. Uh, you know, 20 years old. <laughs> Uh, shit, she'll be with up 20. I'm like, yeah, that's me, baby. Put, my, put that on my profile picture. <laughs> like, that's you. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Rich got a fine wife. See, that ass is too strong and that fine. You could can, you can just keep it like... Boing! <laughs> See? <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let's, uh, let's add to uh, this plate of shenanigans and... Uh, Bring Darrell on for the final call here. And uh, where is he? There he is. Darrell, what's going on? What's up, Plunder Brothers? Um, how y'all doing today? Excuse me? What'd you just um, say? Excuse? You're not excused. But um, I said, what's up, Plunder Brothers? What, I thought I wasn't going to Condom Brothers? No, plunder, 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 plunder. Oh, plunder. I was like, I was like, where is this conversation going? No, I was like, Darrell, Darrell is coming in hot. <laughs> no. No, yeah, I don't get how I could be the plunder brothers where I, all you I did crew, man. was. No, no, but you I'm did this break. I saw your breaking news. You got you put your you put your break. I, I'm down with Team Blunder, but you put these breaking news audios out. Like I started something with uh, with uh, uh, clickbait McGee when that dude came after Unk. If I could borrow the creedism, and I was just man because them guys used to was. probably be man. Them guys used to be guys who call into the used to call into the live cast and shit like that and. Instead of y'all being, instead of y'all calling their questions stupid and, and, and stumping on their neck with stupidity off rip, y'all let it linger. And then they once they got their little clickbait site, now they want to come and attack and all this foolishness when y'all should have been killing that stuff off rip. So you're saying all the stuff we do to slander you is keeping you from joining that crew? Oh, no. You just slander. You slanderize a good brother who we should be um, attacking the people together. We should be attacking the people together. How y'all come at me? Y'all should come at those folks. Off will with the stupidity. With the stupidity. All the people that call in and opinions being so made up of um, what they read off of um, what they read off of these dirt sheet sites and all of that. <laughs> and y'all let them say what they done read and all this foolishness and stuff like that. Be coming back to bite you, man. Then them people be want to join in and attacking people. Join in with the rest of the mindless people who follow those sites and and, and their belief in wrestling is what they read off of um, those type of sites, those clickbait type of sites. That's how they vision of wrestling is. Don't it sound familiar uh, to the people who follow Donald Trump? Those the people who do, yeah. 
Listen, That's why I always okay. kill them sites when they come here. Oh my God! Like, okay, so here's the deal. We're gonna obviously talk about what you're right. You're right. We should have crushed them, but here's the thing. I'm, I don't care. Like, I've been doing this stuff for the better part of what almost four years now with Travis. Three years with Travis. I've been a wrestling fan most of my life. That means nothing when we're just talking. We're all talking. If you come at me on Twitter or you go at Bruce on Twitter and you say, maybe I just need to find your address so we can show what time it is, nah, man, I'm I'm a peaceful guy, but that's no, no, you're you're not gonna be you're not gonna be rolling up on somebody because you want to prove how tough you are or insinuating he was drunk at a wrestling event, falling down like, hey, that dude's a school teacher. You're messing with his money by throwing those allegations out there like that's some BS. Oh yeah, I mean that. But his buddy said, "Hey, I was there. He was, he was, he was drunk. Like, you know, I hung out with Bruce for ten whole days and two years ago, summer '16, and we we did our share of drinking. uh, The three of us, he, I, and Wade, for sure. But yeah, like the idea of, and again, just because I hung out with him for ten days, that doesn't mean you know." I know the ins and outs of his personality. But still, I just, it's like, I don't see that actually happen. Happening, especially in that environment around other, around wrestling people. Like, I'm not going to make, I, I know how this business works. I know how social media is these days. Like, I'm like, what? Like, why, why, why are you the only two people that are saying that? It already started off with, and all this started off because they tweeted Wade about um, him bringing up Saudi um, Arabia again. I think Wade blocked one of them, and he got Saudi. And even Bruce yeah. was like, "Like you're a pussy. Yeah. Like why you're you're yeah, mad because the guy you you Bobo for got blocked, and you're fucking caping for him? Like God damn, like what a bitch." Yeah, because they got, they got, he blocked them because they were coming at him about um, the Saudi Arabia stuff. The same thing that Willis did also on <laughs> on Twitter, too. Yeah, I find that shit just too funny. And then <laughs> Bruce called him dude the pussy, then hit him with the, Don, with the Donald Trump line. <laughs> that shit was so funny. It was hilarious. It's hilarious seeing people who, when you can look at their profile picture, and you can tell that they don't, they would never fight in real life. They probably ain't been in two fights. <laughs> but it's like, it's it's they, literally like you're, like, like he expected the fact that his site connected to a bigger site. So let's like start with that. <laughs> right? Like, like, I'd love to talk about how awesome the East Coast cast is, but I can't talk about how great the East Coast cast is without... Uh, uh, talking about the torch because I'm on the torch the, under the torch umbrella. It's the PW Torch East Coast cast, right? So unless I went out, bought the rights, I don't know if Wade would even. He's like, here, have it. It's yours. You know, it was like we're going to do our own thing. Like the, the audience, the reach would get smaller. That's just a fact of how how working under a thing works. So to be like, we got this many hits and clicks and this, like. Yeah, 
Yeah, because you're connected to a giant fucking news site. Yep. <laughs> like one. That's why. And also, <laughs> and also, you're and let's say you were your own entity, and you're getting, you know, hey, we got you know almost half a million hits or clicks or whatever in in one month. You really want to put internet bullshit in 2018 the way that's aggregated and cl- headline clicky bullshit compared to 30 years of uh, boots on the ground, but as diligent yeah. a fucking journalism as you can get. Like, you really want to, like, compare resumes? Like, why would you set yourself up like that? I mean, imagine I, I how like one day, like, four fucking touchdowns for Poke High, you know, all those years back, is try, trying to compare, you know, his resume with, you know, whoever fucking professional quarterback is out there. Give me the worst one. Nate Rosenfeld or somebody. Nate didn't Beardman. somebody just cut, cut him? Yeah. Well, the Al Bundy and his poke high shit couldn't fucking, wouldn't dare try to tell Nate Rosenfeld or whoever that, or, or Colt McCoy, that he's a better fucking quarterback than him. Or, well, Al wasn't a quarterback, but you know what I mean. Uh so it's it's just absurd. Like, why would you do that? So and Bruce, yeah, those guys. And Bruce damn ain't trying to. Bruce ain't breaking news and stuff. That's why, really. Um, I, <laughs> I like. The, the I like the torch. You, you, I like the torch you, because it's opinion pieces. It's they stop breaking news, break news when they're main. Opinion. You you want breaking news? Go to fucking Twitter because that's where it's all broken. Right, good job. Because it doesn't matter who broke it eight minutes before the Latin, you know the <laughs> next guy. Who gives a fuck? Because you got Newsweek credited your bullshit story. So what? You didn't make any more money from that. Oh, or you did, but it was it's internet money. It's fucking pennies. It's clicks. It's bullshit. Like so, stop trying to pretend like that's like that's equal in any way to thirty years of legit fucking journalism. Like that's and okay, like you said, most breaking news can be a, can, can be um they got out of the breaking most news. Breaking news can be going out of opinions. In twenty in oh eight when Jason fucking Powell left and took all of his sources with him and created his own thing, they the the the, the site transformed, the newsletter transformed into more analysis. And that's then that's okay if you don't like the, the way it went, like, people left the torch and complained on the message boards and why isn't there any breaking news? Well, shit, because James Caldwell ain't a, is kind of a pussy. And if you call somebody and say, hey, um, uh, does such and such, is he getting fired? And they say, we don't have any comment. Oh, all right, thanks. And Jason Powell's, like, going to dog you and dog you and email you. And, you know, like, that's just different. And I don't even mean to disrespect Caldwell like that, but they're just different you know, personalities getting scoops and news, uh, uh, and the thing that, and the site transformed. And here we are in 2018. It it was really it got ahead of the curve. It was a good thing that they that their scoops guy did leave, and they had to uh, become the premier. You know, them and the Observer, the premier place for a wrestling analysis. You want new breaking news? Uh, yes, go to a, a scoop site or. Whatever. I know Meltzer breaks news and stuff, but that's not... Again, when Meltzer breaks it five minutes later, 800 other people are breaking it to other people and not putting Meltzer's name on Like That's just how it works. That's how it works with everything, not just wrestling, basketball, you know, it's, it's everything. It just it makes its rounds, and everybody finds out a different way. I find out shit because of a fucking meme. I find out, oh, Lou and Hugh got fired from, you know, out of Cleveland, 
<laughs> I don't even I know Tyron Lue is. I don't know who you is, but I put it together. But that's how I got my news broken. And then, you know, whoever broke the actual story, I don't know who that local Cleveland writer or whoever beat writer is. Because that's not how the fucking world works anymore. And they're trying to pretend that that it's the same. And they know that it's not. Your worthless breaking news bullshit is whatever. I said my piece. Those guys were fucking cornballs. I hate those breaking, and they, and they got hate those breaking news sites anyway. Real fucking quick. Like, they didn't say shit. Rich posted a whole fucking thread. This point, this point, that point, A, B, one, two, and three. And they have shit. Like, I'm not saying nothing. Yeah, because they couldn't. Because I work for yeah. USA Today Sports Property. Like, I know. Like, I did. Right, like, right. You're like, I did shit with the bills. So, come on. I know how this works. Because numbers don't lie, bullshit. Bullshit does. <laughs> numbers right. don't lie. It does. <laughs> like Wade numbers. and yeah, Wade and Dave and uh, 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 everyone that does the work. You don't need the numbers unless you got mm-hmm. subscriptions with the numbers. With the USA Today stuff, they teach you how to use the SEO and all those search engine stuff so you can inflate your numbers. Like when they were doing those like uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Because their jobs and their paychecks depend on it. Right. They got And they're saying you got to do 15,000 clicks like, a month so they can make 12 bucks for five of them. And I'm being fucking right. dismissive and, and, you know, over the top. No, no you're being pretty accurate. You're being pretty accurate. <laughs> and then <laughs> I would damn. do my draft stuff, and I did that, hand to God, like the dude will tell you. I did that because the dude I was working with was paying me out of his own pocket because he needed to keep that number up to keep his job. And I was right. like, you're my boy. I'm, it's easy for me to write these articles about the draft. I'm going to be watching players anyway. Let me right. just do this. And then I uh, and, that's, and, that's working, and that's working for quotas. That's working for quotas. Right. And that's the one though. Right. Oh, man. You can come yeah. from a guy who's like, working. You got to have 17 hours a day. Minimum. Yep. And coming from a guy who's working customer service and telemarketing field and stuff like that, well, I ain't telemarketing. I do um, work with your insurance and stuff like that. So I'm out of that part. Yeah. But getting in and working in that type of field, you don't want to work for quotas because you have slow months, you have slow weeks, then they be pressuring. They want them numbers no matter what. Right. Hook, and then people do, do things that are uh, shit. When I was selling insurance in my mid-20s, I got, I got fired for sending out policies like not um not like somebody we call, I call somebody and they kind and I send them an information packet I was sending out full on like because I was fucking I wasn't my numbers weren't getting up I was getting fucking pressure to get you know and I was like here's an easy way yeah. to get my policy numbers sent the policy sent numbers up and I my dumb ass got fucking caught and fired for it like an idiot or like I should have um, but it was because I was, but you, you know, not, it, was, not because I was, you know, trying to be, you know, scumbag or whatever. It was no, I just wanted to, you know, get my fucking numbers up so I get this bitch off my back. <laughs> that was it. And, 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 and you weren't doing, and you weren't doing it for um just for wrong purposes because no, I didn't. It's not like I got right I type of business. You know, I didn't get anything extra. No, no, you know, my salary, my pay stayed the fucking same. You know, if I send out three policies a week or 30. 
that's why. So I, imagine I, if, I, so imagine if I actually had a financial fucking, uh, you know, incentive. I might have figured out a way to do it without being such an asshole and obvious and getting caught. However, I got caught. I don't even remember. Two thousand five. You still, if you get good, the people who good at it, um, a bunch of liars and deceitful people anyway. So right, right. So I'll take that. I'm not good at being fucking right. deceitful. Right. Great, that's not the worst thing in the world. Evil. <laughs> <laughs> I just hate those sites, period, because it changed the way and feel of wrestling because of the people who follow those sites. And like you see in your um in your media, in your everyday life, in your politics life, these people will believe religiously in lies and stuff like that just just because somebody write it. Uh, put it out there and treat it like it's true. That's why we got the guy in office that we have now who gets found to be a liar every day, <laughs> but people will still believe in him. Like now, when he's talking about <laughs> judges and stuff like that and killing one portion of um, your government, <laughs> he's killing one portion off just because he want to continue on being a liar. And people will believe this and will want to hurt you. And kill you because they believe in this lie that this man got, and that's why I feel like those type of sites ruin wrestling because they tell these different stuff and people make up their mind and how they vision wrestling, and they envision it this way, and they think that this is how stuff goes and how it works, and then they believe in this, then they wonder why stuff don't, uh, why the numbers don't come up or why. You don't have another um, 90s boom, attitude era boom, and stuff like this because you start believing all this funny stuff, and it leads to nothing because the people that you need to create the boom, when they come in, they be a little bit more thoughtful and thinking outside of the box because they're not inside the box. They're looking at that stuff like, Man, this shit is silly. This shit is stupid. Why would y'all do this? Why y'all like this? And then now it makes you look stupid. And they like, nah, I don't want to watch that. And boom. And none of these people want to, they run from that influence, but they want to come at people who just not trying to break news, not trying to do all the stuff. They're just asking and having opinion pieces and just asking educated stuff. Like, <laughs> Like I said, it all started with Wade talking about the Saudi Arabia thing, which wasn't nothing wrong with what he was talking about. He was right, and it shouldn't, shouldn't be said or nothing like that. And if you don't agree with him, okay, don't agree. Just keep it moving. Right. <laughs> but right, and just like Bruce weird. said, like you know your argument is, is, is bullshit because you're now now it's personal. Now you're calling me names. Now you're you know, now you're making it personal, and you only do that when you're losing. Yeah. Or if you're tired, so, Travis. Me being, <laughs> me being funny and saying that about y'all, I was just saying, man, because I know you a nice guy. That's why I said Rich, the nice guy. You know, <laughs> you ain't going to kill the people off real. <laughs> and Travis don't be on on Twitter enough to communicate back and forth. No, 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 no. Well, if I'm you on, might be y'all business person. Right, I I don't inter, I don't engage. Like I got into a fucking uh, back and forth with Voodoo, the, the the porno guy, 
if if any of you are familiar with his work, uh, he's a skydiver and, and, and a porno uh, uh, stud, meat puppet. So he's but he's a fucking Trump supporter and a fucking bullshit fucking conservative, fake ass conservative. With ask a, me. With, I was gonna say with a name Voodoo. Is he a black man? No. Oh, okay. I was worried for a minute. No, he looks like uh, his, as he's, if, if he's any kind of ethnic, it might be Italian or something. Like he's kind of got a Joe Rogan kind of look to him. Swarthy. Back when Joe Rogan had hair. Yeah, kind of a darker Southern European, uh, Spanish or Portuguese or fucking Italian or something. But anyway, um, yeah, so I mean, so occasionally I'll I'll engage, but usually I just let shit go, especially about wrestling because I don't give a fuck enough. Like fuck y'all, I'm not getting into your bullshit argument about fucking wrestling. Like, it doesn't matter enough. Like I, I wish I cared en- enough to to get into it. So when I see stuff, I just oh, whatever, I'm fucking argue. I'm not getting into this heated debate over professional wrestling. Like I do it enough here. This is where this is my outlet. I'm not gonna. I'm not, I'm not going to fucking be on Twitter where I can be taken out of context or misinterpreted and stuff like, uh uh-uh. you hear my voice, you hear, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I, I don't fucking soft pedal shit or, or beat around bushes here. I'm very direct. You can tell, uh, that's how I like it. <laughs> so, uh, so, all right. Anything else so we can get the hell out of here? It's eight thirty. Oh man. Um, I didn't tune in to the very um, beginning, but um, y'all thoughts on um, TakeOver and y'all thoughts on Survivor Series, how did y'all like the show and stuff yeah. like that. And one question and would be, I know people say that you can't compare the two, but I don't understand why you can't compare TakeOver and Survivor Series. And it don't have to be you just comparing the product that you see on TV. Every time you start comparing, people want to start talking about where money this or money that or those guys ain't making that much money or they ain't going this or that. When we compare movies all the time, and some movies that we compare ain't, ain't as big as blockbusters as other movies. And some blockbusters be horrible stories and stuff like that, but we still compare the movies, and they in the same genre, so... Why is it that we yeah. can't compare? The yeah, they can get compared. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't see why they can't be compared. They're two wrestling shows uh, came on back to back nights on the same fucking network, like produced by the same company. No, 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 they get compared. Um, people and most of those people that say you should compare them are probably, you know, Survivor Series or main roster fans that don't. You know what NXT to outshine them, but that's what they do every takeover. It's just that's just what happens. Even on even when the car, even when the main roster stuff is good, like Survivor Series wasn't a bad show. It just wasn't as good as as uh, as Takeover, or it was better in different ways. Like Takeover was just a better wrestled, uh, better sh- straightforward, you know, match or show. Uh, Take uh, uh, Survivor Series was you know run-ins and some or well Takeover had some run-ins too with Shafir and them but uh, but it was about you know angles and stuff happening and you know so it's just different but they certainly still can be compared. 
But at least it wasn't. At least it wasn't like some of those weekends where Takeover just completely outshines. Uh, outshines uh, the main roster stuff. This wasn't one of those weekends because Survivor Series was good. Yeah, I think I think it um, Takeover was a little bit better, but I also think um, Survivor Series, which it had two good matches on the back end. But to me, what made it not good is because I think in the long run, it's hurting pro- the product in the long run where you had a star, a potential maybe big star, crossover star, and Ronda Rousey. Understandably, I know Becky them blew up and stuff like that, but I think um, the way how to use her is potentially decreasing her stardom and potential. Remember, she hasn't even been here a full year, and – they're talking about her reaction with the crowd and stuff like that, dwindling it down a little bit and stuff like that. That affects, and coming up on Fox, I would think you should be starting early to build a star coming up so you can have a star on that Fox brand and not be trying to hot shot book a star when they get close to it because what would be the, what would be the talk if, Four months into the uh, Fox TV deal, they get switched over to FS1. Then we're well, looking at all well, these shows totally well, different. Okay, I I don't think there's any chance of something like that happening because there's going to be contracts and shit in place to make sure that that doesn't happen. Like, there's no way Vince is going to have sign a contract for his show if there's some kind of out where they can. Uh, uh, take them off of the goddamn broadcast network that they signed on for, and put them on. Oh, no, the they day. have the right to it, Travis. I think they can. They have the right to that. I, they, they can. Yeah, they have the right. But <laughs> they can. Okay, it, under it, a it, it, like that. Okay. My point was, you so not that they have the right. You think Vince would allow them to have that right? Vince would sign that, oh, no, knowing that you don't have no choice. It's on the you know, rating. So he's under a certain threshold. Wait, what threshold? I didn't. If it's under, if it's under a certain ratings threshold, they can move them. They have that right. He has no choice but to um uh, capitulate to what they uh, want. Anyway, that's yeah. why I said Survivor Series was a bad show because they haven't built up any stars. It your main stars are three women. N- nothing wrong with that, but you, I feel like you're dwindling down. One woman star as one going up instead of keeping two strong and maybe even the third one strong because I just think Charlotte's um, brief bump was just for a weekend because of Becky. And you could tell that from Tuesday and her reaction from the crowd and stuff like that. And then nah. with your male stars, you don't really have a, a male star that's comparable to a Becky or even a Ronda right now. Yeah, and that's okay. One. But I mean, okay. Fox no, no, no. It's okay in the it's okay in the sense that so what? Your two hottest stars are are women. Like that's that's the, like you know that's just how it worked out. You keep working towards you know building up a, a, a you know a male star, especially now that Roman's gone. But I don't think you look at Ronda and Becky being the top 
and, and even Charlotte to a certain extent, but definitely Rhonda and Becky being the top stars in the company and their, you know, near women is like a, that's just a thing. It's just like that was going to happen sooner or later. You would hope. So I don't think you can. I don't think you. Can, world, I don't think you can. I don't think you can use that as a correlation to to say, well, men's division is trash. But I am not being naive or or unknowledgeable. And, and um, they, yes, they they desperately, in some senses, need uh, you know, need top act uh, in 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 the on the men's side. But they need that on. They need more top acts on the women's side. I'm sure you know. I'm sure they tell you. And, and yeah, I mean to differentiate. But I get your larger point. You know, separate the men and women. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, I only. By WrestleMania, I could feel like there's only maybe one star, and that's Becky. As a hot, super hot star that they have. And you have no potential come ups to who you can make that. And then you don't trust Vince with his booking on the way that you have a place underneath you. That's making stars, that's making people who can, can get a buzz, but when they come to the main roster, mm-hmm. they can't, it's like the devil stars. And it's like the devil people and stuff like that. And you can't be doing that now. You can't be stuck in your ways, but we got a 70-year-old man who's stuck in his ways. And I don't think you see the picture of the writing on the wall because you're going on Fox, the main Fox, where they cut people quick. They cut shows quick. Sometimes they give shows six six episodes right. to show what you <laughs> can do. Well, that's, that's different. I mean, this isn't they like... They give well, UFC that long. To Jarrell's point, though, Travis, Todd Martin yeah. has a running bet with Wade that by uh, year's end... Like that, they won't stay on Fox by the end of the football season. Like they'll be on FS1. So basically, what Darrell said, like a few minutes ago. Yeah. Four months in, that they that they get. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't see that happening. Um. But for for just I don't either because you can pull. I mean, freaking. Uh. What what's the stupid show where Tim Allen is. Basically, home improvement, but he's a super conservative. Uh, last man yeah, standing. That bullshit. bullshit. That's on Saturdays, though. That's on Saturdays. They already but it was on it was on Fridays on originally. How about the Saturday? I thought it was one, Friday. It was originally yeah, on, it was Fridays on Fridays. Before. It's on. Wait, they got Saturday. Was, what is this? 1990 fucking one. They got Golden Girls and Cosby Show coming on Saturdays. And still get 20, <laughs> but it's big. But it's big on the weekend though. It's big on the weekend. It's doing no, no, no. Weekend. It's Fridays, 8 o'clock on Fox. That's what I thought. Oh, it's still, it's still on Fridays? Oh, I thought they yeah. moved. Yeah, yeah it's just that Fox, because I heard it. Fo- remember, Fox got though. them after, the, and they were on, Um, was it the W, well, not W, CW? What were, the, what were they on before Fox bought them? ABC. Yeah. ABC, that's right. Okay. They was on ABC. <laughs> CW? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I know. Damn it, uh, get off my back. <laughs> but no, I'm just going off of the UFC. Mm-hmm. I, remember, uh, I don't know if you remember Rich, but you remember now UFC? They used to have them do the little shows. Always had yeah. them um, the shows, but I don't even think it lasted a whole year. It didn't even make it a half a year till they started. Hey, you going? To, you going to FS1? And you going there now? Man. Now they, yeah, they, they set up what um, they 
be randomly. I don't give a fuck if this doing a two viewers. <laughs> like, yeah, you sign this bitch. We're on till twenty twenty four or five, whatever the damn length of the contract is. Go ahead, I'll sick McDevitt or my other high profile, you know, corporate lawyers. Not that Fox don't have them themselves, and maybe better ones or just as good. But it would just become a big, oh. a big thing. And in the meantime, WWE is going to be able to have their programming on the main show because that's what the fucking contract called for. I just don't think there's any way. I mean, I just don't. I just don't think he puts himself in that position. Unless it's like, hey, what about Some people say this is his last big thing and he's going to maybe cash out and blah, blah, blah. I don't see that happening either. I think he's going to die in the fucking position. Um, but, yeah, we'll see. So, all right. I want to get the hell out of here. I got to read. Uh, did you read um, uh, 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 Pant Blood? Uh, Dark Panther, Fire Panther, what's it called? Well, Ghost Panther, because I put something in to get you uh, get you fired up about it, because you know how they've been folding people, and they made Shuriri. Oh, my gosh, Shuriri! <laughs> I will not watch my father die wearing the heads of Achilles. Shuriri! Oh, my God. I, we we got to go, y'all. Um, you people, you people. Did you read Skyward um, Trail? Yeah, I ain't got time for this, Darrell. I just did you not hear the gas? About to ask another fucking question. Seriously, ask another five minute, ten minute long question. Did you read? No, I ain't read it. Um, so yeah, so this has uh, been the East Coast Cast live show. Um, we're done here. We'll be by next week for all you free folks. Uh, you VIPers, click over. Me and Rich will be back. For another hour or so of some content. Um, email us your VIP questions. Well, if you're listening live and you're going to email some VIP questions, email them in because we don't have any, so we'll need some. And uh, Hey, if we just got to yeah. talk about Shariri and a dream, we'll do it. And I appreciate y'all's uh, y'all conversation, your your phone calls, your emails, your tweets, all that. So, Until next week, uh, for Cam, for Rich, I'm Trav. We out. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family vdw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus